in a world. Four friends, one mission. Mikey, what are you doing? I'm doing the thing for the podcast. It's not that hard, bud. Dude, just say the name. Fine. It's the Freedom Friends Podcast. Cast partial sports put him out where they were interviewing this chick that started an OnlyFans in July of 21, June of 21, something like that. And from June of 21 to October of 22, uh, she was making a hundred to $150,000 a month off her OnlyFans. God damn. And then somebody else did a video and I can't remember Redacted. his names, but somebody else did a video uh, where they started and it was like, hi, my name's whatever. And I'm a sex worker. And the, like the, the video like blew Redacted. the up. So this bitch was like, Redacted. I almost started a vlog. And just, and it's, that's how I'm going to open it. It's like, I'm whatever holes galore, whatever. Redacted. Name <laughs> holes uh, galore. And I'm a sex worker and it blew up. And now this bitch is making like 300 grand a month. And I was like, dude. man, I'm about to start showing my butthole. Like this, right, fucking, this is ridiculous. I'm just going to get it like a, I'm going to get like a pair of spandex and just cut the crack out and just, you know, just do squats. Yeah. Just span cracks. That's yeah. all it's going to be. OnlyFans.com slash span crack. I'll start a redacted. TikTok. I don't give a shit. Hi, my name's redacted. mediocre and I'm a sex worker. <laughs> we doing this? Yeah. yeah. yeah you're already, you're already doing. Yeah. I broke the algorithm like 19 <laughs> times at this point. I didn't know you were doing it. I'm over here just messing around on my phone. Uh, we can't <laughs> wait two minutes and we don't know when we start. Right, we're getting back to our roots, boys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just like my OnlyFans, that's going to be micro content. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. It's good. That, sir, was a dick joke. <laughs> that there's a dick joke. <laughs> there's a belly button. <laughs> Can't tell if you're not hitting the back. When was the last time you saw an Audi? Uh, what? Like, like, a, did, like I just peed. Like an S6 or what? No, like an Audi, like a like a like an Audi belly button. Uh, like you don't see him often anymore. Like doctors figured out that knot or something. Because <laughs> like, you just don't see it anymore, man. Like I don't remember the last time I saw an Audi. You know, like they finally like the Boy Scouts like of America. They, they do a balloon. You wrap it around both fingers and you just roll it off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Boy Scouts of America were finally like, we're gonna go to Johns Hopkins and teach a class because <laughs> y'all are y'all are fucking this up. <laughs> I don't. I don't think Boy Scouts are allowed around balloon nuts anymore. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks, that's that, thanks I a mean, lot, Scoutmaster Rick. God. They're familiar with knots, but it's the wrong kind of knots. It's not now, sir. Mm, mm true oh jesus oh wait i got fuck boys yeah i guess fluff 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 actually fluff. i think it's fluff boys today isn't it no no, no. Wrong, two minutes wrong, yeah. Yeah, wrong show wrong, wrong show. show fluff boys is a different show yeah. you'll have to tune in for that one at another date and time maybe that's on our patreon fluff boys <laughs> i'm out <laughs> what are you talking about you're the star man <laughs> 300 grand a month bro <laughs> Okay, I'm, I'm in. back. In. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, in. I'm, in. I'm, in. I'm in. I'm in. All of our friendships are about to change. <laughs> We're all going to get real close and real rich. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Brought to you by WarfighterTobacco.com. Use that code FTFO. Yeah, it sounds like, no, it's not. It's a, this is not brought to you by. <laughs> <laughs> not today. Uh, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
man. Icy Tech coolers. Go over to icytech.com for those who get it. Use that code FREEDOMFRIENDS10. That'll get you 10% off. And, of course, OWellness.us for all those CBD treats and needs. Um, go over there. Use quarter, Use that uh, Freedom Friends 25. That's the code there. That'll get you a quarter off your order. That's 25%. Otherwise, we have the always so sexy Dave filling in for Scott, who's Aloha. still uh, gallivanting around fucking Central America. Good for him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Him and the wife are down there. And they were there. I just uh, I, I just found out that they went and saw Jesus. Yes. Did they? Yep. Big Jesus. Yep. Big they, Jesus. Gary made it. He did. He didn't die. Well, well, they drove halfway and then walked the rest, and he still almost died. Well, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he's playing with fire doing that, man. Yeah. Playing with fire. Yeah. But whatever. Um, if you <laughs> if you die on the way to go see Jesus, you're already halfway there. But what does that say? Even Jesus is like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> it says a lot. It says a lot. So I'm glad Gary made it. <laughs> yeah, right? Shit. Oh, man. One could say he got pardoned. <laughs> <laughs> I think the more interesting thing is going to see whether or not he can get back in the country. Yeah, right? <laughs> Sir, you are too brown to come back in. <laughs> no, nah, he's probably safe. We'll just call his boy Donnie up. Donnie, remember me? You pardon me? What's up? He's going to be like, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Donnie Trump. Oh, Donnie Trump, man. It's like Donnie uh, O'Malley. I didn't know he had pull like that. <laughs> yeah, definitely not that Donnie. No. That Donnie has no pull like that. I don't know. I think Donnie could still pull. I think. I Sorry. Think, I was talking about new kids on the block. Not. Oh, that Donnie can definitely pull. <laughs> Other dudes. So back to Scoutmasters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same game as game. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Jazz, what'd you do? What'd you get? What'd you get into this weekend? Nothing. And it was awesome. Yeah, that's the best. Fucking A, dude. Nothing's uh, good. No, I, I, I uh, we had a, a small first time event at the store. <laughs> so I went to that and uh, <laughs> ran some errands and shit. Played some games on Sunday. I mean, like literally just was kind of, we wanted no events, no going to do this, going to do that. Da, 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 da. So I, uh, nice. yeah, I kept it as, as mellow as possible and it was glorious. Nice. Yeah. It was awesome. <clears throat> had lunch. A friend of mine had a, I hadn't seen in several weeks. He got a fucking, he has a eight millimeter kidney stone. Oh yeah. yeah. God. And, uh, I guess it like. <clears throat> It was great because he educated me on kidney stones over lunch. But uh, <laughs> I did, so I didn't know like it's not like I've looked up kidney stones, thing. right? So I guess like your kidney stone will start to form, and it can be like lodged in one part of your kidney, and you don't know it's there until it gets in the way of the duct. Yeah, because then you get all this fucking back pressure and shit and that's when all the pain comes in and it's yeah. like it goes from like it doesn't exist to like 30 minutes later you're in the emergency room like the pain level just skyrockets yeah. apparently for this thing yeah so uh that's the way they were explained to me we literally we had gone on a ride together like earlier that day and then i talked to him the next day and he was like oh i'm in the hospital and i was like what the fuck it, like so he had this kidney stone so He's been like doubled up for several weeks because the current system and they were like, well, we it's too big. We can't just give you like 
there's like an oral that you can take that's supposed to kind of help break it up. And it's like it's too big though because they did the it's like cranberry juice. Yeah, but they did like a cat scan or whatever on him. Yeah, and like it's too fucking big. So well, you're gonna have to come have, back on the seventh. They have to take like a laser, right? And go in yeah. There and so they so they scope in through your dick, and then uh, they laser it into pieces. Yeah, and then you still get to pass them. You off. still get to pass those pieces. Like, Fuck that. Yeah. Like, it's, so, uh, yeah, it's pissing into a strainer. It's tink, tink. It, yeah. So it's, well, if you uh, have your fine mesh sieve, like you should. Yeah. Yeah. yeah then for, you're here to for, tink, tink. for flow cone reasons. But, uh, yeah. So he's, uh, you can catch him. I hadn't seen him in a while, but he was, I guess, uh, I guess it like shifted a little bit or something. So he was feeling better. So he called and asked if I, we wanted to go have lunch at like 10 30. And he's like, you want to meet at 11 and have lunch? I was like, motherfucker. Don't you love that? Yeah. I love last minute. Hey, can I inconvenience you? So, but I hadn't seen him in uh, like a month. So I was like, yeah, of course. And then uh, Friday night I was out pretty late because I've got another buddy whose wife was in the hospital because she had two centimeters of fluid around her heart. Ooh, that's, that's no good. bueno. And uh, so she was in the hospital for like 10 days and was going to have uh, surgery because they were going to have to go drain everything mm-hmm. and then biopsy her heart and everything. That's what happened to a uh, old girl that we used to work with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. She's so, fucking scary, man. Um, so I was super scared. He called me and was like, hey, can we go meet and like have a cigar and a drink? I just need to do something and talk about anything other than that. I get that. And I was like, yeah. So, and, you know, friend calls. Says, friend hey, asks for help. You help him. Yeah. So, uh, so he called after he had like left her at the hospital and the kids were in bed and everything's. So. So pretty late Friday. Yeah, so I don't know. Saw some friends and then other than that, fucking didn't do anything. No. Dave, what'd you get into this weekend? <laughs> Almost got into a fight. Oh yeah? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> like a fist fight? Drunk people. Well, that's an easy fight for you because yeah. you're not drunk. Exactly. No, we uh Obi was in town up at uh up at uh Fort Hood for a little while and uh made the run down to austin we uh john and i ran up and met uh jim and julie and leon and mal up there at uh the corner bar watched the ufc fights yeah and john uh, fucking bones jones right right what a fucking g i saw that coming though i knew it was coming <laughs> i called i called knockout in the second i called first round choke yeah. no i called like, knockout in the second and uh Either and that, then, or it was—it was either that, or he was going to cut his fucking eye with one of them elbows, and it right. was just over. But that choke was fucking clean. Woo! Yeah, God, he's a bad man. Anyways, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, so we uh, we went up, did that, and hung out. Um, we we went up to to watch the fights with friends, and we got uh, we got bar friends uh, who bar decided friends that they were now our friends. Those are, you know what? And, so those are some of my most lasting relationships and friendships. Oh, not this one. Not these ones. No? No. Oh, okay. No. No, not at all. It, it, it was a game of what are they on? Yeah. Because it's way too early to be that fucked up. Yeah. We were in, nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was like, it was like seven, eight o'clock at night and dude is like standing there talking to people and he's like. Well, can't yeah. drink all day. You'll start in the morning. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, he fuck. He might have started pregaming the day before. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, he was. Yeah, it, it was. It was entertaining because he wanted to be everybody's friend, and he really wanted to be my friend, and I wanted nothing to do with it because I came to watch the fight and hang out with my actual friends. Yeah, and uh, it got to the point that Leon actually stepped over the picnic table, and <laughs> which isn't it. hard for Leon because he's <laughs> a giant. <laughs> Leon actually threw him out, and then. 
the bar bouncers came out and kept him the rest of the way out. Yeah. Like it, it was, uh, it was interesting. Like he kept wanting to like, Hey, 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 like just shake my hand, man. Shake my hand. I'm like, I'm, fuck off. Yeah. That's fucking <laughs> the touchy feely drunks are always. Uh, yes. Ugh. Yeah. We've never complained when we go drinking. Well, well, but see, that's the thing is like, sometimes it's okay. <laughs> my, my level of shenanigans and the amount that I will deal with is directly to shenanigans. Por- directly proportionate to the amount of my liking towards you. And right, it's consensual shenanigans. Yeah. Yeah. If I like you, that level goes up, but I didn't even know this dude. So that level was in the dirt. Yeah, that's fair. So that's totally fair. Speaking of shenanigans, we got two weekends, boys. Yeah. 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 What we got? What do you mean two weekends? St. Paddy's. It's on yeah. a Friday. Yeah. 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 It's not this coming Friday. It's the Friday after. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> two weekends. The reason why I'm, the reason why I'm making this point is because I texted Jim last Friday and was like, one week, start hydrating, because I was fucked up. <laughs> I was wrong. I guess it was actually two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm torn on what to do because Jim's invited me to New Braunfels, the whole nine yards. And I think Jim's kind of acting as the pivot point on this whole thing as he's like, it's yeah. Me and Jim meet every year and do this. It's like the fourth year in a row. Yeah. Yeah. And then, because uh, I see him every Thursday because we have the other show together. Yeah. And when I saw him, he was like 17th, high holy day. We're all just getting together. And, and I was like, yeah. And at the time I was in, and I think you even asked me about it. It's like, Hey, are you doing the, the, cause it's on a Friday. Yeah. And then you called me about it. Like, and I was like, and then I found out that Sherwood Ren Fair is opening. They're typically only open Saturday, Sunday, and they were opening that Friday for St. Patrick's day just to throw a St. Patty's day party inside of Ren Fair, which could be awesome. And I'm torn because we get it. That I'll be in New Braunfels. Could be legit. <laughs> I'll be in New Braunfels. Then at the same uh, time, I'm just like, just because it's tradition, and that, you don't fuck with and it. And Andrew will be in town. Then at the and same, oh, nice. yep. Really? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to New Braunfels. <laughs> <laughs> Jess, uh, a big fan of John's sister, as you can tell. She's awesome. <laughs> she, is, she is awesome. She's cool. As fuck. Even if I was single, I don't fucking stand a chance. But she's great. Like your sister's awesome. She's like she's fun. just cool to be around. Yeah, like she's, she's just super cool. She's got a great sense of fucking humor. And what's awesome is that she says very little. And then she waits for her moment. Yeah. <laughs> and then she says like the perfect fucking thing. And it's great. Like yeah. she's just fun to be around. Well, she's a very dry sense of humor. Yeah. And which I, love I appreciate it. It's, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. So Yeah. No, I like I like Andrew. She's and I can cool. still just wear my kilt anyways. Yeah. Um, oh fuck. You know what? I don't have one. I gave mine away. So what? I was too small. I got a little thicker since I bought that thing. So. <laughs> it was a little, little, little small. So I gave it away. My dad. You just got to get one of those like vest extenders that the bikers wear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so I might go and just wear my kilt anyways. You should. My, my socks and my kilt. That's really all you need. Yeah. And then that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's the end of the story. It's just that. <laughs> uh, John actually gave me my St. Patty's Day shirt for this year that I'll be rocking. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I already got her. Hung up and ready, man. Yeah. Just waiting for the day. Uh, full disclosure, I may or may not have turned it into the the annual St. Patty's Day meetup for Satmar as well. <laughs> in, in New Braunfels? Uh-huh. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> so, don't fuck it. All right. Yeah. So I'll come for the daytime. The more the merrier. <laughs> yeah. So uh, 
the evening is going to be a little wild. You know what's going to really fucking suck is the following morning, you and I get to drive to Florida. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, see, that's the other thing is I don't know how late I'm staying because I've got I've got two tournaments that Saturday in yeah. my store. Yeah. We've got work obligations. No, not really. I don't have to go. I have a staff. I just. It's larger a, events. I like to be there. It's good to show face. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure everything's. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But. So. No, other than that, I uh, spent some time on the bike. It was much needed. Sure. And besides, the weather was fucking glorious. God, this weather was amazing. <laughs> it was fucking nice this weekend. I think it was man. like 78 degrees and about five or six mile an hour wind the entire time. Yeah, it was awesome. This yeah. Week. It's beautiful well, out right now. Yeah. Yeah, it looked a little shitty this morning, so I really wasn't interested. In- it went bad. I left this morning, but I was looking at the weather, and I was like, Eh, it's a little cloudy right now, but by the time I'll leave work, it's going to be fucking gorgeous. So yeah, played the um, long yeah. game. How about you, John? One up, watch fights. Is it? Yeah, got drunk, didn't have a hangover. I was happy. Yeah, that is nice. That's it's, a win. Yeah, right. That's a win. When you're in your forties and you go drinking and then wake up with no hangover, it's like. Woo, that's the bullet. (laughs) Like you wake up, you open your eyes and you like mentally check inventory and you're like, okay, that's not that bad. And you're like, okay, okay, I'll sit up. And then you sit up and you're like, oh, it's still not that bad. Yeah. And I like stood up and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's it's like winning something. It's like winning a raffle. You're like, yeah, okay. All right. Like fucking all right. Um, Let's see your Friday. Uh, well, the crawfish festival started over at Tama. Crawfish festival. Crawfish festival. The crawfish festival. Yeah, the crawfish festival. I said it right. The crawfish fest. The crawfish fest. Words are hard. Fuck. Um, that started over at Rotama Park. Uh, Hero Sports is serving beer there, so we have volunteers that are serving beer, and it goes till the 18th. You know, so it's out there for a while. Um. Uh, so I went over there and kind of like helped get it going, get it started that day. And then, uh, Saturday, the Capitol Armory yeah. had their, had their, uh, quiet in the Capitol shoot up there fucking in Kyle area. So I drove up there, shot a couple of cool things, talked to some people, you know, kind of bullshitted a little bit. Wasn't there very long. <clears throat> Didn't really have a huge desire to stick around and play fucking bro vet bingo or count the fucking three per tattoos. So I was like, nah, I think I'll just fucking bid, bid this adieu. So I fucking on my way down, stopped by the drop zone and San Marcos was going to see what the fucking wait time was to get a jump in 86 minute call. So I was like, mm, I'm all set, but I saw a couple <laughs> vets that were on the next one or guys that were doing recurrency jumps and stuff. And I could just, just sat there and talk to him for a minute. One of them knew me from th- from Satmar. And so I paid for, a jump for him with the hero sports. And then there was a guy sitting there. So I started talking to him, found out he was an army vet, good kid. He was taking his cousin for the first jump. He was also doing his recurrency jump. It's about 200 bucks to do your recurrency with everything. So I was like, Hey man, how about, uh, you let me pick it up. And he was like, no, you don't really have to do that. I was like, literally my job. It's all good. <laughs> I was like, so I sponsored a couple of vets, some jumps, um, made my way back to the crawfish festival. I said it right that time. Good. <laughs> and then, um, I thought you were right the first time. Appreciate you. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that was Saturday. And then I started smoking a brisket. 
Saturday. Yeah. And that went well into yesterday. And like I was telling you before the show, I give it about a six out of 10. I didn't fucking. That's the first one you did on that one, though, right? Uh, yeah, on that, yeah. on that. There's a learning curve yeah. to it. There is, there is, because oh, I've, I've done them before. Huh? Nothing. Wh- that just reminded me I was supposed to be propane. Oh <laughs> shit! Can't get um, all the stuff to do fajitas. Yeah. Well, I've got a giant blackstone. Sure. But I'm out of propane. Makes the blackstone very hard to use. Very. You've hard. been out of propane since like. Christmas. Shut up, John. <laughs> <laughs> that's why i keep two bottles man <laughs> that's why i do it. i keep two bottles for that reason because i'm that asshole that will fucking run out and be like fuck it i'll get it next time yeah, but I'm I fucking, I like i just it, so like january and february it was like shit just all the time well mm. and not only that those two months fucking disappeared like i still don't know where I was they also went stupid busy but yeah like, but the weather was just garbage and i'm not gonna stand out there yeah. And do that whole like, hey, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And like try and use it while I'm cold just because I want to go back inside and whatever. I'm just like, fuck it. I'll get to it when the weather's better. My wife's like, but you haven't turned it on. Is it going to like rust and shit? I'm like, yep. And I've got that cool polishing stone and I'm going to go out there and turn that bitch on. I'm going to spray it with some oil. I'm going to scrub it down and I'm going to retreat it for this season. Yeah. And then I'm going to fucking turn it back on. I'm about It's to... cast iron. Like it's fucking fine. I'm, yeah. a, I'm about to strip mine and re- redo everything. I've done it. Yeah, I, I do it about do once a too. quarter. Yeah. I literally go out there and I just fire everything on and just get it to like the surface of the sun right and then like a slightly uh, red yeah <laughs> and then uh i sit out there with a fucking a, a pitcher of water and i just start pouring water and i just i fucking steam everything the fuck out yeah. of it and then i retreat it and it it just cooks so much better mm-hmm. yeah i will tell you when cleaning your ge- grease trap because i don't have a blackstone i got like an off-brand one so i don't have like i can't they don't make like a little bucket they don't make the little bucket to fit in my grease trap but i have found that when it's cold out much easier to clean oh yeah, yeah. just because you just scrape it you just scrape it <laughs> off yeah. just put it in a fucking ziploc and zip it yeah mine has the solid, little man the little shoot yeah with the yeah. little bucket yeah and then yeah. you get the little you told me about it those yeah. bucket liners oh, the muffin, oh. oh my god <laughs> yep. the oh, muffin see, that's the best thing but it, they won't fit in mine mine's yeah. too thin so for they them. make i don't have a black i have a rec tech oh, okay uh which same it's thing. another thing like a blackstone. It's yeah. just a, but uh, it's cool because the handles look like bullhorns. But uh, I, I wait till it's hot out, um, for for the my blackstone, and uh, because I cook the fuck out of some bacon on mine, yeah, and so bacon. my grease trap, my tray is always full. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I use the aluminum liners yep. that are in it. But what I'll do is I'll wait till it's warm out, like above eighty, and I'll just get a gallon Ziploc and I'll just pour it into the Ziploc and just keep fucking reusing it. And so that way, I mean, they're whatever. They're a buck fifty a piece for the aluminum foil liners. Um, I think the best tip I my, ever got my about, juice my, side showing. about my smoker. Yeah, so the below the grate on your smoker, there's going to be a drip tray that pushes everything into the grease Cover trap. Cover that yep. bitch with aluminum. Cover foil. it in aluminum foil. Oh, fuck yeah. Because the first, like when I first got it, I didn't do that. Cleaning that motherfucker. Fuck Mm-mm. all of that. Yeah. yeah. Like, aluminum foil though oh, oh my god you have to clean shit just throw yeah. that away put a new yep, yep. just wrap, wrap it and stick it on there yep it's like once a month you just go out and you just fucking get rid of the fucking aluminum yeah. foil and put the new aluminum foil on it it's like it's not hurting anything that there's it's dirty no but you do need to clean it periodically i sure. think i think john's done that once in the last 12 months no on on the smoker yeah no i'll do that fuck it depends what i'm cooking if i'm um, if i do it yeah no, I'm with you. Yeah. If I'm doing like 
uh, anything that I've got a big fat runoff. Yeah. Yeah, then I do, do like it because I just I don't want it. I don't yeah. want that just in there when I'm not using it. Yeah. Yeah. But if it's a, you know, I'm just doing chicken real quick or whatever. That, I'm not uh, yeah, fucking it, stripping it after that. But if I'm putting if I'm smoking something on there for a while, I'll clean that whole thing, replace everything before I start it because I don't want any of those whatever the fuck was on it beforehand to flavor whatever. Well, I'm and to be honest to with you, the temps you're cooking at aren't high enough to go like. If you're, long term, if you're doing long term, <laughs> like when I was making bacon mm-hmm. and it was at like 200, but it was seven hours. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm not letting whatever, but when you want to smoke chicken and it's 450 and whatever, it's like, okay, I'm not stripping this whole fucking thing down so yeah. that my chicken can be on there for 15 minutes. Yeah, like, I don't, right. but yeah, aluminum foil it. on the drip tray. Mm-hmm. Nice. Power move. But now it's nice out again. So. Yeah. It's barbecue season, boys. I'm willing to sit out there and like you drink beer. Yeah, and sit there and drink beer and smoke a cigar and watch my smoker and be like, "What are you doing?" And be like, "Oh, I got to make sure that's everything's gone okay." <laughs> yeah. I don't fucking just start making excuses up to stay outside. <laughs> it's like, oh, you know, making sure the kid doesn't jump the fence again. <laughs> 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 fucking little shit. <laughs> The other day he was out there and he like looked at me and I was like, don't you fucking do it. He was just like, oh, you have that green belt too. (laughs) Just just jump the bitch gone. (laughs) No, dude, he jumped the fence and started jumping on the neighbor's trampoline. Manifest destiny, baby. Get it, kid. (laughs) (laughs) He's like mine now. Which one? John. Why am I not surprised? I figured it was J-Mo. I was surprised. Usually that's a J-Mo move. J-Mo is my flight risk. Fuck. Now they're both. No, he learned he could fucking. John's the strategist. He's fucking too smart for some goddamn good. The kid's brilliant. This kid's fucking scary. God. I like it. It's because you, you're the fucking same. <laughs> you're both weirdos. Jess is even like kids, and he likes that one. <laughs> I like that kid. He's, he's a, a good kid. He's he's a good. He's a very good kid. He's a man. good kid. He's a very good kid. And I also just like how judgmental he is. <laughs> he, will, and he, he wears it so well. He's just I love like, how judgmental like that fucking up, child like, is. Fucking yeah. worthless. <laughs> like, yeah, he doesn't just like. He's not done with you. He does the whole like fucking all the way down all the way back up just to make sure he took proper measure and then it's just like yep can confirm yeah not worth my time it's fucking awesome and he says fuck all to you when he does it too yeah it's all in his face it's all in his face he's just like and it's just disgust yeah just like like you like I was looking at like you farted in an opera he's just like (laughs) he was like on his iPad and I was looking at him the other day he looks up at me and he goes (laughs) <laughs> I was like, fucking excuse me you little shit come here <laughs> like i fucking help you and see that's why i can't hang out at mikey's because i'd just be sitting there encouraging going like yeah, do it again. Well, here's the thing is, i do encourage you that's yeah. the problem because <laughs> yeah. like Haley and i both saw it we're both like don't laugh don't let him see you laugh if he fucking sees us laughing he's gonna do it all the fucking time well oh, no he's gonna shit. just change targets to see if he gets the same response Cause that's how Dude. that kid works. That's why I said he's the strategist. So yeah. he will, he will watch how you behave to something. And then he goes, all right, we're going to see what I get from you now. And mm-hmm. he just fucking, I'm like, I like this kid. Yeah. He figured it out. JMO just doesn't give a fuck. He's in his own fucking world. Yeah, he just he, doesn't give a shit. God. He's going to have such a peaceful life though. He has been, <sighs> dude, he has been repeating me. 
<laughs> we know we know your vocabulary. That's not yeah, a good thing. Yeah, he's been repeating. He's he's in a repeating phase right now. But you know what? I don't get mad at him because he uses it in context, in proper context. Like the other day, his, his the other day his uh the internet dropped on his iPad, and he was like watching a video, and it dropped, and he was like, "Jesus, what the fuck?" And he threw it down, and I was like, <laughs> and I was "It's like, a proper application, right?" And yeah. I was like, "I was like, I can't really get mad at him." Because that is the also, exact response that also, I would say. He's what, 11? Almost, yeah. He's just shy of 11 now, right? Yeah. So that is actual. It's on, yeah, it's there. Well, it's developmental. But the thing <laughs> is, is that that's, that's, that's non-linear emotional expression yeah. for a situation. Like, sure. That's fucking. He's right on. It's not saying I approve of necessarily a 10-year-old using the language, but. Sure. But in, but in the proper but context, in the context it's like, it was properly applied. Yeah. It's not like he's just cussing to cuss, right? Yeah. Like he's using it sure. properly. So the, I'm like the 30,000 foot view on it is this is the proper application of nonlinear linguistics in the situation. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. But as a parent, you have to go like, what? You can't say exactly. that. It like, well, yeah. So I still had to like check him on it and right, be like, but, Hey buddy, watch your mouth. But in my head, I'm like, fuck, he's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's the exact same thing I'd have said. I'd have been like, Jesus, what the fuck? But, the develop- <laughs> like, but when you take like the big view, the developmental part on it is like, eh, but it's proper. Yeah. That's proper. That's exactly what you, know? you apply. So it's like, oh, you know, and, and nowadays, like look at like vernacular that they, that they witness and see every day. Oh, it's everywhere now. And it's not just fucking from his parents or school or whatever. It's fucking everywhere, man. Like the kid's got YouTube. He's heard the fuck word before. He's also a big Rick and Morty fan. He's also a big Rick. He quotes Rick and Morty occasionally that, that I will take the hit on. That was my fault. (laughs) (laughs) Cause there's nothing like two and M two AM Rick and Morty sessions to really create that bond. Well, like I'll fall asleep. Like, like I remember like I would sit there and like, be watching Rick and Morty and I'd fall asleep to it and I'd wake up at like fucking 3 a.m. I'd be like, oh, and I look over and he's sitting there next to it and it's still playing and he's just like, <laughs> I'm like, yep, yep, yep. That damage is done. <laughs> like I said, as long as it's in context, I can't get too mad at him, but just kind of careful who you say that around. Hey, I man. took advantage <laughs> of those developmental stages because, you know, I would, I'm so much older than my little brother. Yeah. That I became parent number three. Sure. So then it turned into like, well, fuck it. If you're going to make me responsible, then I'm going to go ahead and have my influence too. So then it was like, you know, convincing the three-year-old to go in and tell your field grade officer father that he's a commie. That's that's (laughs) funny. (laughs) That's That's funny. Hey, most of us thought it was funny. Everybody (laughs) but him. So how'd that go? How'd that go down? Oh, fuck. I don't remember. I was three. So Yeah, you weren't really making memories yet, uh, but still. We want to do something. We weren't going to be allowed to do it. I wanted to take him somewhere. And uh, I was like, and I told him I was going to take him. Probably pick up chicks. Well, you were the best wingman on the planet. God damn right. And uh, yeah, I had a cousin when he was I young, he was that. cute. What the fuck happened? Oh, uh, fuck. I don't know. Jesus. <laughs> it's like he just but, got uh, taller and not fucking. But at like three, no more like mass. he kind of spoke well, but he was this <laughs> fucking blonde haired, blue eyed kid, you know pretty well behaved and stuff so i'd take him on the best wingman on the planet i wanted to take him somewhere and uh we got told no and i had to go tell him he was no and he was like but i really want to go and i was like well you go tell daddy's a commie and that's why we can't go and he was like fine and he walked out of the room walked in he was like you're a commie and he left <laughs> he walks out of the room and i just hear from the down the hall jazz and I was like, <laughs> here it comes <laughs> here it comes uh, 
I was like, so of course, then it turned into the argument of like, hey, look, man, I was trying to take my little brother to go do something, and you said I wasn't going to be allowed to take him. So the disappointment's on you. I was willing to go take him. Yeah. Yeah. So we still got to go. It's like, where did he learn that word? I watched the History Channel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to, I'm trying to educate him. World on, War II in color, bro. Yeah. What to look out for. The Red Menace is real. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. So those fights were good. Great fights, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, We were, Justin and I were talking about it this morning uh, for a little bit. The the Shevchenko and Grasso fight was fucking phenomenal. Dude. Fucking A. Yeah. She was such an underdog. Yeah. She went into that like eight or nine to to one under. Yeah. And fucking handled biz, man. Yeah. It was good. Speaking yeah. of, there's a there's a highlight that's been going pretty viral recently. Y'all might have seen it, but it's a UFC fighter, and I believe it's a UFC fighter. He's in an octagon. It might be one of these other other organizations, but he's in the octagon. He won. He's getting interviewed after the fight, and all the all that they were playing is like the end of the interview. And he says he calls out Jimmy Kimmel, and it says until Epstein's flight logs are published, everybody in Hollywood is a pedophile and eat dicks. <laughs> and, nice. and I was like, I don't know who you are, but I hope you get okay every win. Like, <laughs> right? You have me in your corner. Yeah. I'm yeah. fucking there for it. Yeah. But oh I'm, yeah, you fucking the Man Show host called Tom Brady. Was it was it Tom Brady? I haven't seen that. He called him a tinfoil hatter because Brady mm. wants to see the Epstein list. Oh no, it's uh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah I knew it was yeah. one of the quarterbacks. Whatever. Yeah, it's, it's a sports baller. It, it has is. been and, awesome yeah. seeing how many people, even like smaller celebrities, are like, no, this is fucked. Like, y'all need to like drop. Like Kevin Hart? He's Luke. physically smaller. But. Yeah. Oh. I mean, <laughs> I'm a fan of Kevin Hart. I but, uh, yeah. but yeah, seeing everybody being like, where where are these flight logs? Why are these not public? Yeah. Like, who, who, who are y'all hiding? Do you so see you fucking- we, we've got a tiny little media outlet. I'll just go ahead and say this. If you have large influence whether you're a host of something or you're you're whatever and all of you fucking celebrities like to be heard because you got to build your brand or whatever the fuck you're doing and you are anti those flag those flight logs getting released or you're not pushing to have them released i'm going to assume you're on them yep that's going to be yeah. my assumption yep i'm going to assume the worst cuz you as hollywood have shown me that you're not oh, better oh no i don't so. take I, no not even just hollywood i don't give a fuck what you are I don't care at all. If you have the ability to get in front of a mic and people listen to you, whether you're fucking uh, an athlete, an actor, a musician, a politician, or whatever. Anything. I don't I don't give a shit if you have a modicum of social influence. If you and call you're yourself not an saying, influencer, you can go fuck yourself, though, already. No, not if you're an influencer. If you actually have influence. <laughs> not you work at Krispy Kreme, but you're an Instagram model. But yeah. No. You TikTok hit fucking one million. We know yourself. you didn't go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> you're fine. And if you want to debate uh, it, you're more than welcome to come on the show. Yeah. And if you sure? do, if you think I'm wrong for calling for that, I I, I second John. You, yep. We have a seat right there. Yeah. Right you here. can come sit down. Yeah. Uh, I'll fly you in. Yeah. You have that level of influence, and you want to tell me that I'm wrong. I will. I will. Not the show. I personally will pay for your flight to come here and tell me that I'm wrong. Jazz has more money than the show. 
for <laughs> no, I, I don't. I'm, I'm just, I'm just. This is a put your money where your mouth is situation. Sure, like I will pay for the flight, and you can come right here, and you can tell me why I'm wrong. That the known sex trafficker and kidnapper and human trafficker and pedophile that anybody and everybody that ever flown and do did business with him because that's all he fucking did should be saying, I want the flight logs. And if you're not saying it, then you're on that fucking list. You can come prove me wrong. Well, I know there's at least two former presidents on that list because Trump's on it. Trump's on it. And so is fucking Clinton. hundred percent. Like. I believe, how yeah, did, yeah. Uh, I believe Trump's been confronted about it and acknowledged. He was like, yes, I was, but he had some reason. I don't know if it's been confirmed or not. Now Clinton's the one that's been kind of squirrely about it. Yeah. He's the one that's like, at first he denied it. And then they were like, well, <laughs> they asked him and he's like, I did not inhale. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wrong, wrong one. Oh no, I wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't swallow. I did, I did. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Wait, what? Uh, yeah. It turns out I did. Uh, no. But <laughs> yeah, fucking you should be calling for it. Yeah, you, you should, should. You should be absolutely calling for those those to put out because you but you're not going to because you're either on the list or you're making money off of somebody that is. Well, and that's that I can almost. There's a, there's a portion of me that thinks is that's why that list hasn't been made public is they're using that as leverage for something out of those people. 100 percent. That would so. be the only reason that I could see it not being public knowledge yet. Yeah. You know, is that they're using it for, to either bust a bigger fish, you know, which is very, very possible. No, I think so, it comes down to those that could, those that are responsible for busting those on the list are on the fucking list. Oh, I agree. That's yeah. what I yeah, think. There's that too. But I'm saying that the only acceptable reason it'd be too disruptive. The, yeah. And, and the other, the other aspect of it is like, how do you prove what happened where with who? Yeah. Well, you can't. Even if it's witnesses, it's just a bad even look. if it's witness accounts, yeah. even if, you know, you had whatever, uh, you know, the girls that got uh, exploited down there come forward, right? It's their word against somebody else's word. Yeah. And, you know, like it's, it, it, it'll turn into a shit show. Um, what makes you wonder what happened to the girls? Why haven't they stepped forward? Why haven't they said, I mean, I know some of them have during fucking what's her name's trial, but not many. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, like where, where are they? Right. Well, you because know? it comes down to, even if you wanted the argument it was like, well, I went to one of the parties, but I didn't actually do anything or blah, 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 blah. Yeah. The thing is, is that there's actually a precedent for being able to get in trouble for what is known as moral torpitude. Yeah. If you didn't say anything. Moral torpitude is that you took an action that goes against the general understanding of the community standard. So if you didn't say anything and you knew kids were getting fucked, you're it doesn't ju- matter if you fucked the child or culpable. not, you yeah. are still it's so absolutely. You know, so come prove me wrong. Yeah, I think it's a good idea just to assume that if you, I'm, I'm 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 with that fucking fighter. I'm just going to assume that this, you were fucking on that this list. This is one of those situations where there is only two sides of the fence. You were either entirely against it or you're okay with it. Yeah. You don't get to take. There is no fucking middle yeah. of the room. No. On this. And, and if you're okay with it, that's like then, you, you should just be shot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't fuck those kids, but <laughs> you know, to. I did. Okay. Yeah. 
and you just weren't aware. Well, it's, it's like the guy a- holding the camera for R. Kelly is still fucking a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the thing, like you know, like you know, what if it was their kid? Then what? What would they think? What would their story be? Right? Would they still have the same beliefs? It's a good question. You know, like I, yeah, you fucking kill them all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's fucked, man. But we love gray area, and it's a, this whole like. Well, you go to di- no, fuck you. There's no gray area. Absolutely this. not. There's not like, like you fucking you did it or you didn't. Yeah. So fucking and, call them out. All of them. All these motherfuckers. And you call whatever you tin hat this or whatever the fuck or whatever. Yeah. If you have that level of fucking voice and you're not saying. Hey, where is this? What the fuck? Like the Jimmy Kimmel thing or whatever. What he should have done is came out and be like, yeah. I was on the man show and I did that. Dude, that dude's and a you know piece what? of shit anyways, though, man. I mean, but the best way you could have handled is be like, but looking back on it, I didn't really like what I was doing then. I'm a different person than I am now. Blah, 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 blah. But he doesn't. He just tries to bury it all and we'll just forget about it. I'm this fucking fighter for equality and da, 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 da. As long as I can still have girls jumping on trampolines. Right. That's the weird part that people refuse to just come out and say like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a different person. It's been 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah. I'm, I'm not the same. You person naturally anymore. fucking change Absolutely. over time. And people like, want to be like, well, you did it. So that's clearly exactly how you still. The real now. answer is. And don't get me wrong. Cause I don't like fucking cancel culture as, and no. just as much as anybody else doesn't like cancel culture. It's fucking stupid. Right. And I understand that, but, and I'm, I'm with you just, if they would just be like, yeah, I did this. I fucked up. I know it's not cool now at the time it was a little bit more acceptable and I was doing it for whatever reason, or I thought it was funny and or I thought the it was real whatever. Answer, right. It's like, look at the time it was culturally accepted and that was my gig. And so I leaned into it because that gig was paying my fucking bills. Right. Looking back on it, I've decided that I'm going to change my moral stance on how I make my money. I don't approve of that anymore. But at the time that was the community and the lifestyle that I was in. Yeah. That's how I make my fucking. And so and a rational person would be like, yeah. Oh, and that's the okay. thing, though, is you're applying logic to the argument. Right. But, but we, 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 I don't know how long it goes, but we did the whole, like, when can you decide that you're a man or an adult or whatever? Uh, yeah. like a, a few, a few weeks ago. I want to say, like, yeah. four or five weeks And what back. we all kind of landed on was that one of the major ones was just being able to go, like, I, I did up. this thing. Yeah. Not saying I'm proud of it, but I did this thing. I'm fucked up with it. Just fucking owning, responsible for your it. own shit. But this is where I'm at now. I've learned from that and I changed my behavior to do fucking X and you fucking take responsibility for it. 99% of the time people will go fuck. All right. Well, I don't think people realize it's like if you just admit you're wrong, other people that are saying that you're wrong, lose all of their fucking power. Yeah. Like it is like, well, you did this. You're right. I did. And I'm not proud of it and I shouldn't have done it, but I did it and I can't change it. What I did is I learned from it. I tried to change who I am now. Yeah. You have taken away all of the ammunition for anybody to come after you, but they don't. They're trying to hide it or brush it away or just ignore it, and da, 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 which just make you look more guilty and that you're actually okay with it. And I don't think that's what these people understand. It's like, well, I'm not going to take a stance on the Epstein thing. So you're okay with fucking kids. That's the way I see it. That's, that's what you're that's saying. That's what you just told me. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you just told me. Like there's, I don't, I don't understand how you're going to, well, I'm going to be morally ambiguous about fucking children. No, that's. No. No, that's illegal yep. and gross and fuck you for even fucking thinking like that. Yeah. Yeah. So call him out. Speaking of calling you- out, you guys see Chris Rock? Uh, don't spoil it. 
Don't spoil it for me. I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> Watch it. <laughs> I have always liked his stand-up. What do you do? I'm not. He's a got fan. a new stand-up. I'm not special a fan of his on Netflix. I'm actually oh, he does. I'm actually yeah. not a fan of his stand-up. I've liked his stand-up. I don't so, think Chris Rock is that funny. I do, but he fucking bodies. I fucking. Bodies I think he's hilarious. <laughs> because so I saw a meme, and the meme it, I can't remember what it was, but it had something to do with forty million dollars in Netflix. And I was like, oh, I missed a bunch. And that was it. And just kept scrolling. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Rock did a stand up. And it was, from what I understand, it is no holds barred. He oh, just fucking yeah. just leans into it. Now, he it has it been like 15 or 20 years since his last stand up yeah. special. It's been a long fucking time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, don't worry. He's still racist as he always was. Fucking thank you. <laughs> He's still super racist. Like super racist and fucking I've never thought that Chris Rock was that great. I've actually always enjoyed him more in like film than I have in fucking He's a great film actor, but I think his stand up's hilarious because he has never I think he leans into his stand up and is like, I wonder how many people I could piss off with this one. Yeah. Maybe. And I don't care who I piss off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean was, people who say that he's top five in the fucking history of stand up though. I don't no. think I don't think that's true. Don't get me wrong. No. I like Chris Rock. I think he's awesome. The, and I think he fucking murdered on this. The people that think he's top five probably have no idea about comedy in the seventies and eighties and early nineties. Yeah. yeah. Because there's guys that are out of there that they might only perform for a couple of years and they should definitely be top 10, but they're just, they're not mainstream. People don't know. They haven't heard of them because yeah. their shit's so old, but God. Well, people try to take Louis CK out of that fucking argument. And it's like, Louis is a top five of all time. I don't like you can ask other comics and they're like Louie. Louie's another one though. You know, where like they like try to big, take him out because he got fucking canceled or whatever. Yeah. But. Like big names like Rogan and Segura and stuff will all be like, no, I love Louie. I support Louie a hundred percent. Yeah. But other people in the conversation are like, I don't want to, I don't want to say. If you ever name. notice though, other comedians that shit on Louie are comedians that fucking suck. Absolutely. <laughs> right? Although Louie's a prime example. Of what I was just talking about though. What? Cause Louie got in trouble. Yeah. Louie didn't did a stand up. He took responsibility yeah. for what he fucking did, but yeah. then he put it in his standup and was just well, like, yeah. I'm he just going to own this shit and, and I'm going to make fun of he myself fucking, for he it. leaned into it. Well, the difference with Louis is that he didn't <laughs> assault anybody. Nope. He asked permission every time he did yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, so, and that's kind of what he, he did. Is, with, a bunch and, of kink shaming motherfuckers. Yeah. Exactly. That's what it is. They're just kink shaming. And but we don't do that here. The, the thing is now, do I agree that Chris Rock is top five? No. Have I always enjoyed his standup? Yes. I'm not saying that he's one of the best out there. But he's damn good. I, I will say this. This um, is one of my favorite hours I've ever seen him do. So now I would love to have the conversation with you offline about top five ever, because I think we'd probably end up in a really good discussion about it yeah. um, because there's stand ups out there that never made the jump to like going to film or doing television or anything. like, that, And they are fucking hilarious. Their stand up just crushes yeah. every time they write one, even the big stadium shows and stuff like that. And they're awesome. Yeah. And then there's some others that. It's all objective, right? I like think it's all. I think that honestly, I think their stand up is mediocre at best. And have we got a podcast they can be on? Right? <laughs> yeah, right. and, they're, and they're fucking huge. And I like Burt Kreischer is the example I use all the time. Yeah, I don't like Burt's stand up. I don't like I it. Like, I like one of his stand ups. <laughs> I like the machine. That was it. He, he, had, he, was, he fucking and he, nailed it. And he leaned on that forever. He is. But he made a career off it. Sure. That stand up routine is that is the equivalent to like an early 2000s summer one hit wonder yeah yeah 
The difference that is, is the is fucking that, goo goo dolls. The difference that's, is that, that's, that's tub thumping with Chumbawamba. There it is. Yeah, yeah. So that's, <laughs> it's closing time. Yeah. But like that's, that's all that fucking that, that stand up routine is. And the thing is, is that he was smart though, and he pivoted. Yeah. And he made a bunch of other shit that let him do a couple of really sad stand ups after that. I think he's better on on this platform on fucking podcasting. I think his co-host is brilliant on that podcast. Well, I think his co-host is uh, he's that, brilliant. Anyways. I think he's in the argument of the top five. <laughs> he's part of that conversation. But I'm not going to lie. I can, I can take two bears, one cave in the micro content. Yeah. The little clips that they pull. I have tried. I've tried on three separate occasions to listen to the full show. I can't do it. Mm. He, yeah, he annoys the fuck out so, of me. Yeah. So what's your guys' And the opinion? problem is I'm waiting for him to shut the fuck up so that Tom Segura can talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the most of that's most of their audios, I think. So what's what's your guys' opinion on like George Carlin? One of the best. Yep. Absolute one of the best. Yep. And, and 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 I think he called this generation before and he died before it started. Yeah. Yeah. And he called all the social bullshit yeah. that yeah. we go through. He, he was, called it. Oh, he, yeah. was Simpsons, you know, like, he was Simpsons level in yeah. predicting the George future. George Carlin it will go down as one of the fucking greatest, not just comedians, but social commentator yes, is actually of, yeah. all time. It, so I mean, he gets to the point of philosophy level. Well, yeah. Do you guys remember? I don't know if you guys remember or not, but I remember when I was a little kid, my dad had this on a record on a forty-five. It was a two-thousand-year-old man. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh my fucking god! Yeah. Like yeah. genius. On, on the flip, on the B side was the seven dirty words. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> fucking genius, though. Yeah. Like imagine yeah. if somebody in, in the stand up into comedy. Imagine if somebody in the stand-up world came around today you with couldn't. that level. Of, of just uh, of of cr- content creation yeah like so there's that, a couple of guys on tiktok right now they're getting bigger that i think that give me some george carlin vibes there's another dude uh matt rife is that the blonde guy or the brunette guy brunette guy pretty kid. really thin dude pretty as fuck no, that's that's the blonde dude that's just overly oh, fucking pretty. savage. So yes, Matt Rife. Oh but god, then, yeah, that's, that's the savage. He's funny, as fuck. Yeah, he's funny as fuck. No, but then there's a blonde. No, maybe that is him. I like that he's just. Is fucking, he the dude that's also like way more jacked than he should be as a comedian? Like he riffs on motherfuckers. So uh, his his all scripted stuff, stuff is awesome, and then he always does a a crowd work piece at the end. All that. That's yes. the stuff that I yeah. see from this him. This dude is unfairly ripped for being a comedian. Yeah. He's way too attractive. All to he does is tell jokes and work out, but. He is He's legitimately funny. Rogan. Now, <laughs> with hair, if if <laughs> Joe you, had hair at one point, but if you watch his scripted <laughs> stuff, he's almost Carlin esque in how he's handling culture. Yeah, and then the people, but the best stuff is the micro content that gets put out of the people that try to like, heckle him. Oh God, it's great! Yeah. <laughs> oh dude, he My, fucking murders. The, Every time I hear about a heckling, I remember the response that Carlin had to that one dude where he's like, listen here, motherfucker, I will come down off this stage and stab you in the eye with a fucking pencil. Yeah. <laughs> this guy doesn't even threaten anybody. He just fucking he'll like the heckle will start and then he'll just ask a question the, and then just take your soul oh, apart fuck. afterwards. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck. The but uh, but the his British actual stand up is great. Dude. Which one? Um, oh. I can't stand him. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't like Trevor Wallace? Trevor Wallace? We fight on site. I fucking I, hate I thought that this kid. Was the other guy you were talking about. I like about. his. No. I like his content. I his don't like his stand up. Is funny. It's, it's his podcast co-host. Stinky socks. Oh, stiff socks. Uh, the stiff socks. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Jimmy Carr. 
Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr is another one. Uh, yeah, his co-host. Uh, he's savage. His co-host is way funnier than he is. Um. Sorry, I'm trying to get his name real quick. Yeah. Uh, his co-host is way funnier. Uh, his stand-up is better. It, I'm sorry, yelling into a microphone doesn't make you funny. Michael Blaustein. Yeah, yeah. he's he's legitimately he's funny. Yeah, that's one thing Trevor does. He just he'll just he yell just yells. randomly. At least when it, his co-host does it too, but it's but it has something extra there. Yeah. And uh, but the other dude, the guy that's way too ripped, Matt Rife, he's yeah. legitimately he. It, He's got everybody right now on TikTok too, because he's he's one hilarious, but then he's also a pretty good looking dude. Yeah. So yeah, too pretty females. to be that funny. It's not fair. Not fair. God, at all. God picks his favorites, he man. Also did a few. <laughs> seasons. Fuck? He did a few seasons. Y'all know the show Wild and Out. Yeah. Yeah. He was on there. He too. was on there for a while too. Oh, was so, he? And that that I think was proof that. He and was I'm like, sorry, but if you're a white boy that can hold your own on Wild and Out, yeah. like yeah, yeah right. <laughs> like he can he can come up with shit on the spot. I think that's what helped him with the crowd. And not only is he too. pretty, but then he's fucking fashionable too like dude knows how to dress like the whole i'm like god damn it this well, is unfair there's like another one like che Dorena. sounds like he won't need that like, 20 uh, bucks uh, jazz i know you're talking yeah. yeah i like che Dorena. like Wait a his stand-up's the, fucking funny uh, now he's on snl who che really yeah he does weekend update and shit get the fuck out yeah. no 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 you're, you're talking about michael che michael Shea. he who is fucking hilarious yeah yeah. Oh, you're talking about follow me, you fucking idiots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I fucking hate that guy. I fucking love that guy. God, that I guy's fucking, fucking funny to me. Him. I've never seen any of his like actual comedy. I've only seen his fucking bullshit the TikTok stitches. It's most it's mostly dick jokes. It's like you know, it's, like it's, that's why you like him. Yeah, I mean, like, like, don't get me wrong. Some of it's really fucking funny. I think the thing is, but, is that I like comedians that are actually clever. I like that have a unique viewpoint. And it, okay, it, so what? What do we want to take data from? Where do we want to believe this? Do we want to go with uh, Rolling Stones, IMDb, uh, top the top tens dot com? Um, this is like greatest comedians or what? Yeah, I just typed in you know top ten comedians about you know best comedians okay, of so all time. Actually, Rolling Stone. I, I don't mind Rolling Stone's lists. So I don't know. So they have the constant update of like the top 50 artists of all time. Yeah. And they shift that stuff a lot. Okay. So this is 2017. And uh, well, who do they, who do they get down? I'm curious. Yeah. Let me get there. Oh, fuck. This it is what year? 50. Jesus Christ. Okay. What year was this? 2017. 2017. Ooh, there's a lot out there now. That's not going to be on this list. So yeah. n- number 10, but it M- should pick Mort Saul. Number nine, Dave Chappelle. I think he needs to be higher on that Number list. Number eight, Bill Cosby. Wow. You can tell this is 2017. Number seven, <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld. Nope. Not stand Number up. six, Joan Rivers. Joan's in the conversation. Yep. Number five, Chris Rock. See? Number four, Louis C.K. Uh, yep. Yeah. Number three, Lenny Bruce. Ooh, that's a yeah. good pull. Yeah. Lenny's Number a good two, pull. George Carlin. Yeah. Number one, Richard Pryor. Yep. Pryor's up there. Yeah. Pryor and Carlin, I think, are... I think depending on who you ask, yeah. they're always going to be number one, number two. But uh, it surprises me that Eddie Murphy's not on that list. Yeah. I'll it bet you he's lower down on it. It surprises me that so, like, I'm talking in top 10. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bill Hicks isn't Wait, on that are list. Are you giving it to Eddie Murphy because of Raw? <coughs> Raw, Delirious, fucking. Because I think after, other than Raw, I don't, he's not near as strong because he immediately went to film. Well, yeah, you follow the money. But my point is, he he made his chops. No, he's not kind even of, top twenty. I think he made his chop. See, I'm kind of with that because mm-hmm. he 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 did the club scene. He got SNL. He did Raw, but then it was all film. 
you got to think he he was on an SNL when he was like nineteen or something. And, uh, and uh, yes, like but <laughs> like according a to baby, but a lot of that too, he wasn't part of the writing. A lot of that was being written for him. Yeah, sure. And I think that's the thing is that when you have to look at it, a lot of those ones that are did buckwheat sings <laughs> nook and Penub in all the wrong places. That was great. Uh, <laughs> that's a classic. <laughs> but I, I think there's some of these dudes that, you know, being able to deliver is one thing, being able to write it. Oh, I agree with that. But that's where I think my preference comes in because I like, I like comedians that are actually clever. Just yelling into a mic or being insulting doesn't necessarily make you funny. Yeah, no, not at all. So here's a different list, and uh, some similarities, but a lot of differences on this one. Okay, top twenty-five. Um, number one, George Carlin. Number two, Richard Pryor. Okay, one and two. I don't have a problem with that. No, uh, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty okay with those two. I, now, yeah. I don't know if this is true for, for the pole position. I don't know if this is true for number three, but in my opinion, definitely top ten. They put number three as Robin Williams. I was, okay. was going to say that definitely so, top ten, but I don't know about number three. Here's, are we talking stand up or the ability to make you laugh? Oh, because Robin Williams is one of his ability to make you laugh. <laughs> but like, my thing is, you is can't match that energy. <laughs> Robin Williams, Robin Williams, live in New York. One of the, live on Broadway is a live on Broadway is down. one of the it's one a of the best routines of all time. It's a masterpiece. However, it's very standalone in his standup. There was live on Broadway because he did go into. TV and film mm-hmm. so early in his stand-up career. It's fucking Mork, man. So I mean, he was doing stuff in LA. He was doing, you know, he's at a second city, the comedy shop. And like, he was doing all of the, the big runs, sure. right? Comedy store. And he was, he was doing all of those, but he did go into filmed content so early. And he went and did live on Broadway. I mean, at that point he'd been acting for decades. He was by the time he did live on Broadway. By the time yeah. he did that. Yeah. Because he's and, live on Broadway is what, 98? Yeah, 98, 99, I think. And yeah. most of that is like, you can kind of tell he has like a hit list of like the bits, but you can tell not a lot of it is like written. Like, it's just kind of like, yeah. I'm going to do this Scottish thing for the next 10 minutes and then right. we're going to shift and da 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 da. And it's brilliant. He's one of the most brilliant ad libbed comedians ever. Ever. And a lot of that do has to do with the fact that he was supposed to be on camera. So are we discussing top 10 stand-up or just top 10 comedians? And I think there's a difference there. There are stand-up comedians and then there are comedians. Yeah. Robin Williams, absolutely top five comedians of all time. If we're looking at the ability to make you laugh. I would agree with but that. But as stand-up, he has an absolute masterclass on what it is in live on Broadway. And that's kind of it no because he did there was a couple other ones that you're talking about that one from the 80s where he did the round room that's that's true that was a good one too um and then there was um a couple smaller shows that that he did specials with again like fucking way back when like yeah he was also so early in the game too man like like, before we were getting the big media stuff that we get yeah he was like the first real big one after vaudeville type of fucking comedians you know he's right in that generation though we're prior and all those i mean they all knew each other like it's yeah that generation of comedian but it's i don't know who's uh what's next on the list yeah what's next uh dave Chappelle, number four he's up there in that conversation number five dave is a master of his craft he wants to be him and a mic like that yeah 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 
but he loves stand-up. He but loves it. That's what I mean, though, is he's about the craft. Like, for his birthday, I heard a story one time, and it was like, they were like, what do you want to do for your birthday? He's like, man, I just want to do stand-up. So he just went to a club and just yeah. showed up. And like they were like closing down, and they were like, he was like, "Can I get on the stage?" They were like, "Uh, yeah, you can do whatever you want." <laughs> yeah. And he ended up going up there for like three hours, and Fuck just yeah. like after they closed, and just did, he just wanted to do stand up because he loves it. But he he's about the craft, and even though he's gotten some roles and he's done a few films and stuff like that, and then there was the two seasons of the Chappelle Show, yeah, and he walked away rightfully, but like a gangster. But he he really just wants to do stand up. Like he just he, loves it, and that's he's about the craft, and and so when we get these specials and then, you know, the whole, like we're going to cancel him. And so he goes back to Netflix and was like, I just want a second one. Like yeah. just help pay f- to make it. But I'm going to, we're going to do more. Cause like, they want to the get closer. Rid of me. The closer, his special, the closer is one of the, it's another masterclass. Yeah, like it all is all of that. Fucking amazing. It, 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 there's yet to be one. Well, I take that back. Killing him softly from back then was, was his brilliant. Showtime one was a brilliant one. There's, there's only been the one that wasn't big on. Cause it was mostly just him. Just the eight second one ranting or the, the 48 second or whatever it was. The one where it was him ranting about George Floyd. Basically it was the just, whole time. it was just a rant and I, yeah. it wasn't a comedy special, but other than that, he kind of doesn't miss and it's, he doesn't it's miss. pretty phenomenal. Yeah. And even that one made, had parts that fucking made me belly laugh. Yeah, you and I talked you know about I mean? it afterwards. I think and we it was did, like, yeah. and it, what's funny is, is you have to look at it and go, Meh. But the problem is that you're comparing it to his other ones. And sure. it's like the other ones are so good. That yeah. Like it's still a 10. Just his other ones were 15s. Oh, right. You know what I mean? So, like, right. Anyways. So yeah. after Dave Chappelle. Uh, Eddie Murphy. Okay. Again, I think. Yeah. Uh, Eddie's up there, dude. Six, Chris Rock. See that I don't agree with. Seven, Louis C.K. Because I don't think Chris is, is better than Louis. Eight, Jerry Seinfeld. See, I'm, mm. I'm, I'm not a fan. Of Seinfeld? So, no, I'm not. It sounds like a lot of like his I list, never have been. Like, like his 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 Seinfeld's whole thing was what's the deal? Yeah, it was, it was like, so observational, right? Well, like, congratulations, nobody yeah. fucking cares. Well, right? he almost yeah. invented the damn genre, and I think that's why they're ranking him so high. But yeah. it seems like a lot of these two are getting ranks at their at that height. Yeah. Because of what their stand up parlayed into. Right. Because like, of their overall career, not well, just their right. stand up. Right. So Seinfeld was a, was a stand up comedian. He's a stand up comedian in the show. Yeah. But it's. But that was Larry David's show. But it was Larry David going, like, hey, I've got this comedian that's pretty good. And to be honest with you, I think some of his best ad lib stuff is that micro content stuff, the comedians in cars getting coffee when he picks up other comedians. Right. Amazing. It's great. And I. It, it shows that Seinfeld is actually funny other than the whole like, oh, sure. I went to this hotel the other day and it's yeah. like, hey, oh, OK, it, like so we number nine, Steve Martin. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I, I like Steve. Number 10, Bill Burr. Yeah, he's in my conversation. 11, Absolutely. Rodney Dangerfield. Gotta love Rodney. Take my wife, please. Hey, oh, hey, hey. <laughs> I do a great Rodney. Number 12. We sound very similar. It's a nice hat. <laughs> you get two pairs of pants with that. <laughs> number 12, Mitch Hedberg. Oh, love me some Mitch. 13, Kevin Hart. Okay. 14, Jim Gaffigan. Mm. Well, hold on. I need you to back up. 13, Kevin Hart. So I I think I think that is or in the Mitch, list because of, his, because of his it's career. It's a career thing, right? Okay. Because uh, Kevin Hart? I'm sorry. He's so, one of the most fucking successful comedians on that this is planet true. Earth. I am not going to lie that Kevin Hart hustles harder than anybody else out there. The boy fucking ass. works. Kevin Hart had like three 
probably solid three stand-ups that were great. Here's my problem. And then they Kevin Hart gets an hour and a half stand-up special. Yeah. He tells 20 minutes worth of jokes. But he tells them four times. See, that's yeah. that's me to Chris Rock. Chris Rock's fucking hour is fucking 30 minutes of jokes, and the other half is him saying the same fucking thing over Which is and just over Kevin again. Hart. The difference is, is that Chris Rock is actually not worried about furthering his career. No. Because Chris Rock at this point is like Jesus. Kevin Hart's net worth is estimated to be around four hundred and fifty million. That can't be right. I bet it's higher than that. No, I'm saying it's too it's too low. I bet you that's higher than that. I bet you that's the shit that's net worth for shit that's in his name. Yeah. He he needs another (laughs) ninety and it's gonna match his height. Uh, let's see, where were we? 13, Kevin Hart. 14, Jim Gaffigan. 15, Don Rickles. Oh, love me some old Don, man. Six, 16, Louis Black. 17, Ricky Gervais. See, how the fuck is Kevin Hart above Louis Black? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, Did I you ever got... watch his let him eat cake routine? <laughs> yes. So th- there's a couple that are on here that, <laughs> that don't make sense. And same with the last list. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. where were we at? Don Rickles, But again, it's all, it's all opinion-based, right? Like, 18, Stephen Wright. 19, Bill Hicks, 20, Bill Bill Cosby, 21, Jim Carrey. I don't think I've ever seen a Jim Carrey. I've never seen a stand up. I've always seen him as a comedian in a movie. Yeah, but nothing stands out. You know what I mean? Like in movies, he's fucking phenomenal. He created a whole type of a a comedy movie. Yeah, physical comedy. You know what I mean? Based off him. And yeah, I would say I would argue him and Robin. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, um, but they stole that from the Three Stooges. Sure. You know? Sure. And prior to that, it was Charlie Chaplin. Charlie was the original of the physical comedy. That's yeah. very true. That's a very good point. That's a very good point. Yeah. 22, Norm MacDonald. I could. R.I.P. Norm. Yeah. Love Norm. 23, Red Fox. Oh, yep. that's a good one, too. Yeah. 24, Bernie Mac. Bernie. I like Bernie, too. Uh, 25, Bob Newhart. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, I think it just depends on the list. Like I said, though, you know, you got like you, I, I think like, they could come like, up with the top 10. I think that, I think I, I will tell you one that's not on any of these lists and I think should be, but I think he died too soon. And that's Patrice O'Neill. Yeah. I think Patrice should be on some of these lists because he was a fucking master and there's just some, died too soon. There's some modern ones that aren't on that list that really I think should be there, like Liza Schlesinger. She's fucking funny. God damn, she's funny. She's funny as and fuck. Every man. single one of her routines, she not doesn't too, repeat jokes. She's pretty easy on the eyes. She's not too. bad to look at either. <laughs> yeah. But she Whitney Cummings. She will make special after special, and they're all new. She doesn't repeat jokes. She doesn't yeah. bring a bit back. Like it's they're all new. And it's again, it's all it's really good social commentary stuff. It's all why isn't she anywhere on that list? Another one I like that like a, a genre that gets overlooked often is clean comedy because you have like Pete Holmes does clean stuff. He, he mixes in some dirty shit, but he's hilarious when he's clean. Well, I guarantee uh, you Cosby's on that list because of the old yeah. standups and they were brilliant. He never sure. cussed. He never anything. And they Nate were Bargetzi. Yep. That fucker's hilarious, man. Like he, he's clean. He's clean. I've actually, I've only seen Nate on podcasts. I've never seen a standup. Dude, one too. He's a clean comic and he's fucking hilarious. There's one. I thoroughly enjoy that. I don't know what the fuck, like if he still does comedy or not, but John Caparulo. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, some of his shit from 15 years ago, 20 years ago is fucking gold. And you know he, wild here's a, here's an unpopular opinion. Huh? 
you said 20 years ago and that's still 2003 i know right (laughs) (laughs) but that's when like that's when this shit came out like and that may be where some of our viewpoint is skewed on this right like i would like to know who rolling stone how old the person was that wrote the list for rolling stone or that list that you just did is it some 22 or 23 year old that's essentially referencing google to figure out who put who else put the list together and then is pulling stuff. And I'm not saying look, the art is a, the art evolves and that's the beauty of comedy. That's actually where I was going. This is an unpopular opinion, but as far as, as far as innovation goes in comedy, I think Dane cook is up in that conversation too. Yeah. He was the first one that you really get in social media. Like he fucking used MySpace as a fucking conduit. Love him or hate him. The man sold arena level shows yeah, faster than anybody in the world yeah, like, in history. He could crush and he's not on that list. Yeah. And he, and he fucking murdered with and a different was, style that people didn't understand. And after Robin Williams, if I'm not mistaken, he was the first one that did the in the round thing Yeah, where he was on the stage with the, everybody's where the crowd. Yeah. With, yeah. He was just well, on an island. Louis used to do it so often that he was just kind of like, oh, it's another Friday. Well, Louis, <laughs> because, Louis had the walkout. Yeah. He had the, it was the stage, but then there was the walkout that he could go do. Yeah. But like, I think Dane had that special that was called in the round vicious circle, vicious Vicious circle. Circle. That's what it was. Yeah. And it was just hilarious. That is one of my favorite jokes of all time in that. What? When he's talking about his gay roommate and he's like, I came home drunk one night I passed out and I woke up and I fucking lift up the covers. I looked down and my gay roommates down there sucking my dick. And I told him, you get back down there and finish and you get the fuck out of my room. (laughs) (laughs) That's the same special with the whole like with sitting there because of the stop sign on his street. And you hear the. And you wait like, for it and be like, oh, he's <laughs> like, Aww. fuck shoes. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking what is, great. What is this? A monkey fucking a football? This is a coconut. <laughs> was, uh, was Chris Farley a stand up or was he just, I don't think Chris ever did stand up. He, he worked out of second city out of Chicago. Um, and then like, was like immediately cause he was so physical, man. Like I think you want he, a hot take. I think he immediately went to fucking acting and, and I sketch. I do not think he's that funny. Chris Farley? Yeah. Um, I, I loved him, but I loved him because I, I, wa- I watched an interview with him one time and they were like, explain how you are the way you are. And he goes, everybody laughs when fatty falls down. And I was like, <laughs> God damn. <laughs> it's honest. And he knew how he was making his living. Yeah. yeah. It's not that I dislike him. Like yeah. as a person, a I just don't think he's cocaine. I just don't think he's that funny. <laughs> like, and I, I, I think it really boils down to, I would have loved to have seen him and John Belushi. It's fucking tear it up. But see, John Belushi was clever, but he did the same thing. He, there was, but I don't think Farley was, did they even die the same age? Uh, I think they're close. Like, like they're parallel. Man. Mine, born, Chris mine, Farley died at 33. Mine boils down to Jesus. the same thing that I was saying about Tom Segura. Right. I wait for, I wait for fat man to shut up so I can listen to Tom Segura. I will watch Farley movies because Spade's in them. Okay. And I think Spade is legitimately funny. Yeah, I think he's funny. I don't think I would ever watch. I, would, I wouldn't go out of my way to watch David Spade stand up. But I think as an actor, he's hilarious. Yeah. His stand up's not great. But, you know, but I think because he's a writer, too. And I think his writing. But I think that's why the shows too. that he's on are so good because he's in the writer's room. He was yeah. great on SNL because he was in the writer's room and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, his stand up's not. Great, but he's somebody that understands how to write a situation to make it legitimately funny, where it's clever. And I don't, I don't think he knows how to do that solo. You know, who I think's really underrated, uh, Bill Hader. 
funny guy. Fucking hilarious. And he's a writer on South Park. People don't yeah. realize that. Like a lot of some funny of the funniest dude. South Park things have come from Bill too. And some of his characters you know, like, on SNL that he wrote. Fucking murdered. Who's the emo character that he does on SNL? Where it's all the hot spots in New York. <laughs> yeah. And he's always know. like covering his mouth and shit. Like, <laughs> and like his shit's so funny. He can't even fucking do dude. it without breaking character. Dude, he's such a bad guy. Yes. Yeah, Fuck Stephon. that character's so good. <laughs> he's, he's fucking hilarious, man. Like that dude is, you know, stand up. I really like, but it's, it's based on the rest of his career. It's Bob Saget. Yeah. Oh, dick jokes. It's well, all dick. But it's like, just, it is so fucking raunchy. Yeah. He was and the king of dick jokes, man. He was America's dad, though. That's what he was. First but that's why I love it, for. because like he had this whole <laughs> other side no. of the entire rest of his other career. Way. Well, almost because, well, so and it comes yeah. down to the difference between now and then. Yeah. Right. So now it's all the social media and we can watch these Netflix specials or these right. YouTube videos or whatever. Most people's introduction to Bob Saget was full house. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, he's a fucking, he's works he's for the Danny news Tanner. company. He's yep, Danny Tanner. Danny he's, Tanner, bro. You know, he's got one friend living in the basement and another friend living in the attic and he's yep. taking care his wife's dead and he's taking care of all the kids and it's just wholesome as shit. And we're going to learn lessons. And then he's like, oh, he has a comedy and special. The, Let me and watch And then on this. the side, it's like fucking <laughs> snorting coke out of a hooker's ass and fucking. <laughs> yeah. And what was great yeah. is like, then you find out he was friends with like Dave Chappelle and all those guys. Yeah. So when he's in um, Half-Baked, and he gets up and he's like, weed, you ever suck dick for coke? <laughs> like, and, it's like, and it's like, I remember when I first saw it, I was like, Danny Tanner, what? Like, you that's helped, just, that dude helped raise me, man. That's just Bob Saget's <laughs> fucking standup routine. Yeah, just that's in a, a Tuesday movie. night for yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> like, God damn. Like, like, I'm a big Rogan fan. You guys know. I don't yeah. particularly like Joe's standup. There's a couple that have, that have he, been really good. He yells. Yeah, he's just oh, so angry. He's fucking angry as shit in his stand-up. His and most fucking, recent one on Netflix where he literally sweats through his shirt because yeah. he's so fucking angry. Like, yeah. it's just like, bro, like, calm just, the fuck down. He but he's another one. comedy just, spot. Yeah, like, which yeah. I, I want to go up and see it, man. Oh, I want to yeah. go up and check it out, dude. It's in Austin. It's a brand new one. Mm-hmm. And, it look, and it looks fucking cool as shit. Yeah. And it's like set up to where you can go up there. Like an open micer could go up there and be like, they're like, and they, they're going to record it. They're going to record your set and give it to you. Yeah, like it's set nice. up to shoot specials. It's well, because he knows cool, he knows what'll make these guys break out, and well, these guys he, that don't know how to make the media. He's another one that loves the craft. He and if fucking you, loves the craft, and that's, I, I respect that so, so fucking. Much. I subscribe to his podcast. Sure, that's the fucking news to me these but days. But the only reason I subscribe to it, I don't watch it all the time. No, but as soon as I see that he's got another stand up on it. Then right. I watch it. I'm the exact same because way. the yeah. interaction between him and other standups when they start talking about the craft itself, it's just like, okay, this is actually the interview I give a shit about. Yeah. So, and I like it for that. Uh, there's been other comedians he's called out because he knows the craft and everybody's bit so well. He's so plugged into it that you'll yeah. have these guys that are like stealing jokes from other dudes. And he's just like, men steal you. And he's like, there's a uh, 300 million people that listen to me. So, this motherfucker yeah. stole all his shit. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, yeah. And Carlos like, Menstilia. And that was like the first big one, but he's done it to other people and he's called sure. him out on it. Um, what's interesting is that list like didn't have Ron White on it. I know there's, there's a lot yeah. of, and that's what I said. Like, I feel like there's an easy way to make a top 10. And then after that, it's, that's where it gets very, very, very difficult. Yeah. Because there's so many that are like, these guys are really fucking good. I don't know if they're top 10 good. Well, Dave brought up a good fucking point. Charlie Chaplin started a lot of this shit with physical comedy. 
Yeah. You know, even though it was silent film, but that's a fucking really solid point, man. Like that is. Well, yeah. it was, it was Chaplin. And then right after them was the Marx brothers. Yeah. Yeah. And, but Chaplin definitely started it on, but that's the definition of show. Don't tell. He didn't have the ability yeah. to tell a joke. He, you had to just, yeah, just you had to see it and you had to deal it. with it. And, uh, and I think that set it up for all of these other physical comedians. But I, I think that turns into, they didn't know how to, but again, Chaplin was clever. Yeah. It was the stuff that you didn't see coming. It was, yeah. it was very clever. It shouldn't work, but it does. That whole scene of him on the roller skates on the second floor and never falling off of anything. And yeah. like all of that, stuff, it's brilliant. And then these other guys are just like, well, I can just be fat man that falls down. And it's like, oh, it, once. Why isn't Andy Kaufman on any of those lists? Yeah, that's a good point. You know what I mean? Like fucking. Yeah. He I was mean, a fucking genius. So, I mean, and Andy you know? Kaufman, I mean, when you have on that list was Jim on that list was Jim Carrey. Yeah. Right? You but know? Jim Carrey literally did a biopic about Andy Kaufman. Yeah. Which was amazing. But Andy Kaufman didn't make the list. So somebody that made the list does an homage to another comedian and that comedian doesn't make the fucking list. I hate to tell you this. We're not getting a Farley biopic like that. <laughs> shit ain't going to happen. <laughs> so each each comedian, they put like a little paragraph like talking about him. And this makes perfect sense on why they have Jim Carrey on here. And like Carrie was born and raised in Ontario, Canada. He got his first professional stand-up work in, in a Toronto comedy club. Uh, Carrie's an incredible actor, and he starred in films such as The Mass, Dumb and Dumber, and Bruce Almighty. Says absolutely nothing about like stand-up comedy shows. So this is like, strictly comedian on the idea of it makes like, me laugh. Yeah, not stand-up comedian. What's the little blurb under what Robin Williams? I'm curious. I mean, because if we're just going to go with it makes me laugh and has great social commentary, I want Kevin Smith on the list. Right. Sure. Because I've, I've, I've been very lucky that I've gotten to meet him once. I've seen his live stuff twice where he has stood on the stage for three hours and just told stories. And if you like want a master class in comedic storytelling, watch Kevin Smith do anything. I just like how encouraging he is. Like that dude who encourages anybody I fucking to do love anything. It. That motherfucker's so, like. I'm thinking about doing a podcast. So fucking, make a podcast. So fucking do it. Yeah, I'm thinking Williams. about doing stand up. So do stand up. Go do it. Well, I want to be a filmmaker. Then make a film. Yeah. But like just go. Yeah. F- nobody's stopping you. Yeah. Like there is nothing stopping. Maybe only three people are going to watch it. Who gives a fuck? Who that's cares? Like, that's like his you whole thing. Wanted to make it. Yeah. Is there still ice in that bucket? Yeah. Could I have some? Mm-hmm. Did you pass that down? I need a little Mikey juice in my eyes. Look at this fucking teamwork making the dream work right here. This is fucking. Thank you, sir. I got that open. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what? It's not a debate time, but I'm going to fucking, I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to start with John. Okay. Regardless of all these fucking lists. Yeah. Your, you hear they have new content, dead or alive. But you find out there's either a, a special you didn't know about or found whatever. Da, 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 da. Who's your, Absolutely positively, number one, gonna listen to it every fucking time. Who George, does it for you? George Carlin. Right? That's is that the is that the shortcut it's, to your funny bone? That's number one all time. Doesn't matter. Like if if they found some tapes that were hidden away somewhere that have never been released or seen the light of day, and somebody edited them together and, and put them out on just audio form, I would be all over that. So um, you're saying 
Where's the crown? No doubt. Yep, no doubt. Hands down. No, <clears throat> Not, questions no asked. competition. Yep. There's one and everybody's fighting for second. Yep. It's Carlin. Yep. And in my opinion, Carlin. That is a hard fucking question, man. Well, <laughs> yeah. that's it. Like I said, I mean, like, that's yeah. kind of where this is going, though, right? Like, yeah. you know, like top 10's easy. You know, I mean, it's just figuring out where they are, but the, there's a group of people wears, that are going to be in that top 10, period. But you're yeah. saying no matter what, it doesn't matter who else walks on stage. Carlin nope. wears the Car- crown. Carlin's hand, for me, Carlin's hands down number one. Okay. Quick question. George Carlin was arrested for his comedy, right? Oh, yeah. He had a, a couple of times. Supreme Court fucking lawsuit. Okay, and got yeah. banned in several cities. I remember and, hearing it on Rogan, but I couldn't remember if that was I know, him. Carlin, that, I respect yeah. the fuck out of that. Him that and, man uh, was getting arrested and he was him like, and, him and ADC. Me. ADC got yeah. banned from a lot of places too. Yeah. yeah, I don't find him overall funny. Well, but Andrew, ADC ADC was more vulgar. Like he was he was more of the vulgarity shock. But what factor. ADC made it was what I don't find him funny. But I what I will give ADC Andrew Dice Clay for those that don't know who the fuck I'm talking about. ADC what he did do was made it to where in the era of Cosby and all those other ones, ADC made it okay for a comedian to say whatever the fuck they wanted to. Yeah. And well, that he didn't care if you liked it or not. And he got banned from fucking. I think what a lot of people don't realize is that was a character too. It, 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 yeah. Andrew like, Dice Clay was a him. made up character. Dice, Dice is a character. The, the leather coat. And the, <laughs> all a character. And fuck you. Forget about it. Yeah. That, that, that's all. It's Something all made up. This woman's asshole with my tooth. Yeah. It's, that's it's, it. That's the end of the story. Yeah. It's all a made up. It's all made. It's a character. <laughs> See, it's hilarious. But it did. That's amazing. It opened a a lot of doors. Yeah. It, it changed a lot of Justin, shit. Justin, don't try that. You'll chip a tooth. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I know how to get it fixed. <laughs> Dave? Oh, Carlin, hands down. Okay. That's... Yeah. I mean, we already supported that argument. <sighs> yeah. Look at Mikey trying to... Yeah. That gerbil is spinning right Dude, now. Yeah, it fucking steam's rolling off that dome. That's such a hard question for me because, like, I have grown up listening to prior to... Carlin to fucking like I grew up with these guys. Ray Stevens was like my favorite songwriter when I was a kid, which is a comedy <laughs> songwriter, right? Like, I mean, like, I mean, there was so like my entire life I've loved comedy so much, so it's really a difficult. <laughs> yeah, like you're an obsessive. Fan. I'm a fan. I watch a lot of stand up. I follow a lot of the comedians and stuff like that. But you're a you're a follow the craft kind of guy. Uh, yeah. And uh, I sort of am. This is the difference between somebody that like casually watches sports and somebody that like has their team logo like in tattooed, like tattooed on them. Like I'm a fan, but you're. I love it. You study it. Yeah. Mikey in another life is a stand-up comic. No, he is a stand-up comic. He's just bad at it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just too scared of. I'm too much of a little bitch to get up and do it often. This is as close as. Mikey and I have talked a couple times about going to open mic and doing duos. Yeah, we have. But this is as close as we're getting. Like, it's, 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 it's like, <laughs> um, Mikey, how many likes to get you to go do a fucking open mic at the comedy mothership? No, I don't want that. How many at the comedy mothership? Yeah, Joe Rogan at Joe Rogan's club. Yeah. No, no, Just no, no. open bomb in front of Rogan. I, I changed that. Fucking how many, one. How many, <laughs> like, how many reshares? Done. How many reshares of the micro content for that? Ooh. For Mikey to go do Mothership. Um, I don't. I don't care. I'd do it. I would do it. I would do it to just go work. Just to go work out. Fair. You know what? Like, if you want to do it, I will personally drive you there. 
so that you can get Good, fucking. Because I fucking hate Austin. Nope. <laughs> I will do it so that so that if you go up there and bomb, you can get fucking hammered, and I will still get you home. All right. I got you, buddy. All right. That's fair. That's fair. No, I would do it just to do it. It's just important to go up there and work and to be able to bomb. Even even a bad bomb, if you're working something out, is worth it to me. You know, and that's that. I think that's the hump that a lot of people can't get over. Is like you're gonna fucking bomb. That's gonna happen. You know, every big every big name out there, but you still haven't given me a name. So I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a situation. Okay. Okay. So all the comedians out there, everybody we just listed, everybody that that John's now currently researching and reading about and everything. Oh, I'm just getting to the good part of the yeah. seven dirty words of George. There Carlin. you go. Shit, yeah. piss fuck, cut, 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 motherfucker, and tits. Um, <laughs> everybody modern the the godfathers the original kings of comedy the blue collar boys everybody's all still working right and a new netflix special comes out okay whose name needs to be on it for you to go fuck it i'm canceling my plans because that special comes out this day that's what i'm fucking watching robin it's got to be robin Robin Williams. Okay. Robin, well, I think Robin Williams, I would fucking, I mean, Carlin is Carlin prior Robin. Like if there was a Mount Rushmore, a fucking comics, yeah. those three are on it. Right. And I, th- I see. Well, it's, that's what I mean. Like, like and then I'm torn between Joan Rivers and, um, um, fucking Louie too. Like, you know, as far as like going off the craft and then Dave, Dave's got to be in that conversation as well. So, so that's what like, I'm saying. The, ah. There's a top 10 that's easy. Right. But, but I want to know, I wanna know who 10. wears the crown. I think Robin, man, uh, for, for me and just spont- spontaneity, timing, control, stage presence, all the fucking pieces of the craft put together in one Robin Williams. He fucking even a bomb from Robin was a fucking masterpiece. You know, like it's It's hard to argue with him because like Carlin, you didn't need all of this modern shit, the crazy stage backer, the, the fucking, you know, Carlin and Robin, when they did it, it was like the theater curtain and a stool. And And, and that was a lot of people don't realize that when you watch a Netflix, Netflix special these days, he's fully produced fucking. It's also like four or five shows that they've done. They slice it together to back and and they edit them together. Carlin didn't do that. Robin didn't do that. That's why it's one of the reasons I'm going to give it to Chris Rock on this last special. He did that shit live. That was live streamed on fucking Netflix. Yeah. Which was a new thing that nobody's done before. You know, like I give it up to him. He even fucked up a joke and in the fucking comic in the, in the special. He's like, Oh, I fucked up the joke. <laughs> and it's still there, you know, like, cause I went back and watched it twice now. Like it's, Fuck, man, that is a difficult question, dude. <laughs> That's a hard one, man. Like, I, ju- how about you, Justin? So, mine's, I, I, I didn't get to grow up with like with with the early days of like true comedy. So, sure. I, I'm not as well versed, but I will say one of one of my favorites. Like, I, I like a lot of the stuff that he does on stage and off stage. It's gonna be Tom Segura. Yeah, he also I like him because he's still one of the few that nobody is safe. Right. He, he will make fun of yep. fucking everybody and he doesn't care about the repercussions. He's made jokes about people that come to his shows and are like, you're a piece of shit because you said this. He makes fun of his own mother. One of his bits is how his mom will <laughs> fucking clear a room by ripping ass. Like, Have you ever heard her fart? 
I haven't. Fucking look it up. <laughs> He's not even exaggerating. Damn. Her farts are amazing. Yes. <laughs> They're amazing. But like I I think even all of his comedy and then even when he does solo shit on like two bears one cave he brings in a guest that shit's fucking amazing yeah. i think tom Segura is probably the number one for me um you know what i'm really excited for and i was I, i'm i'm gonna brag on my wife because she she comes with some fucking good gifts like when she got us bumping mic tickets right and and I, when i brought you to bumping mics with yeah but that was like a whole situation yeah but uh, i'm really excited for for this year's present she got me theo von tickets I think it's also and I'm interesting that stoked since about that, Theo Vaughn because he is fucking funny too, man. Like, I find I'm really it interesting that since that. that night she has not given you tickets for the purposes of you and I going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did sleep in my car that evening. <laughs> my favorite joke actually ever is a Theo Vaughn joke where he goes, "Yeah, my cousin got bit by a gay guy, so, so we'll see." We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I like how now there's all these other huge fucking comedians that are interviewing theo dude and he never ever breaks character i saw i saw ever i, saw, he went on I a, think that's actually him i don't think <laughs> no, it, it, it can't be like that's not a person but uh i just saw one and it was um he's an old snl star and now i can't remember the, his fucking name and he went on a hike with him in like the la hills and he's hiking with this dude and they're asking him questions and the the fucking answers that Theo Vaughn is fucking giving him are still in character. And this dude's like huffing and puffing, walking up a fucking mountain. And it's like, bro. Like, Did I have, he, he was, he was on a barstool podcast a while back and they were talking about cocaine bear. And he's like, who wins in cocaine bear? And he starts talking about, uh, him. who the fuck is that? Kevin Nealon. Kevin Nealon. Ke Kevin Nealon. So uh, Kevin it, it takes him on a hike. But he starts talking about and uh, Theo gives every single fucking answer in character on this fucking hike through the fucking and it was like I'm telling you dude I think it's him it, well, I think it's like, but if you listen to any of his answers it's like there's no fucking way like <laughs> but know, he's man. funny as fuck uh, they were, he was talking about like how about what about meth leopard or fucking PCP ostrich against cocaine yeah. <laughs> 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 funny, dude. I was fucking dying laughing he's whole fucking time, funny oh uh, that's yeah well uh if you've listened this far y'all type in the comments let us know your your top five comics yeah your top five favorite i'm comics. genuinely curious because i'm sure i'm missing some fucking masters and like uh there's people who like, i'd like to hear from like people not our age <laughs> yeah like you know justin um you know he was saying that he didn't get a chance to you know experienced growing up the people that we did the comedians that we got to yeah and that was just because i mean that was just because they were available right it's all still out there that media exists oh absolutely. yeah i like yeah. stand-up i'm just not i'm not at like the level Bush. of mikey or something yeah. and it's it was it wasn't like the biggest thing when i came up so but i'm more recently the, getting into it that's the thing it's like you didn't run around the kitchen going eddie <laughs> I, I did. I got yelled at one time because when I was a little kid, because I was like, "Ha ha, that shit ain't funny, motherfucker." <laughs> I was doing Eddie Murphy in see, the kitchen. See, <laughs> I I grew up with Eddie Murphy just in like daddy daycare and shit. Yeah, right. Like, like, like he was Doctor Doolittle. Yeah, you, yeah, man. Yeah. Like, no. The difference is, is that Eddie like, Murphy for me was like 
grabbing your dick and going, hey, motherfucker. <laughs> like, that yeah. was. Suck my dick, Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> two, two, different half. Kind of, two, two different kind of Eddies. Yeah. Two very different Eddies. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then. Well, I mean, you <laughs> know, if you think about it, raw to, raw to Dr. Doolittle, there was still a Bush bitch. That's very, very, <laughs> very true. You know who I wish. I'm sure he did it at some point, but I wish there was media of at least more of it with stand up with, with for Gene Wilder. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Yep. Because Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor oh, my on God. screen. Hear no evil, yeah. see no evil. Is oh yeah. my God. one of the best fucking movies in the ever. Oh, oh God. Ever, dude, the whole like I, you're looking for help. <laughs> was he was he was a woman? <laughs> dude. But those two on screen are fucking magic. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then Gene Wilder in... Now, some of that is... You had Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder in Mel Brooks films. Yeah. I mean, you... And and you want to talk about a master at his craft? You can't... Brooks. Oh, fuck yeah. Which, by the way, is what I'm doing tonight. How excited are you? It's tonight. I'm so excited. I'm leaving here to go home because History of the World Part 2... Is on fucking Hulu. Night 1 is on Hulu tonight. (laughs) Yeah. And it's a four-night event. So it's tonight, tomorrow night. Like, it's it's all the way through. fucking stoked, man. Uh, my waited, wife had never seen I've waited like 30 yeah. years. <laughs> <laughs> my wife had never seen part 1. Blasphemy. So we watched that the other day and yeah. she was like how the fuck and I was like Mel Brooks. It, like <laughs> yeah. he's the best. Mel Brooks. But it's Mel Brooks writing for Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder. Yeah. What the it, it doesn't get better than that. No. Like that's 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 I'm pretty sure that's how they invented fucking cocaine. It was yeah. it was that level of ingredients and it was just like oh look <laughs> I don't know where this came from yeah. but uh, do you want this thing it. that you know you shouldn't have but you're gonna love every minute of it and it's like, like we pe- are absolutely putting this up our noses like people forget nah. that Mel Brooks also worked with Chappelle yeah he was a yep. chew you know like and he was he gave Chappelle a start you know like did you see when. Uh, they wouldn't go on the ride with him, but when Seinfeld did the comedians in cars get, getting coffee, and he had Mel Brooks, and Mel Brooks was like, "Now fuck it, you can come to my house." Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he just comes to the house, and it's him and his co-writer just sitting there eating, eating food off a TV dinner and like watching <laughs> yeah. movies. And it was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like that's exactly what I wanted him to be like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. And then he's doing the bits for the ad campaign, and Mel Brooks comes out and is like, "History of the World Part Two, a four night event. Watch it." Or don't. I've already fucking been paid. <laughs> <laughs> He's an American treasure. Oh, oh my man. god. He's an American fucking treasure. Fucking I'm so fucking excited. But yeah. that stuff and then but man, I can only imagine what Gene Wilder would have been like on stage. Just a solo act, just I'm sure it's out there. Cause I mean, do you want to talk about a motherfucker that didn't care? Oh yeah. It was in timing. Oh. His timing was the fucking. delivery, the 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 emotion on the face and stuff. Uh, it just absolutely brilliant as far as make. And that's what's funny is that y- you look at that list and it's like we're talking about the top ten comedians of all time, and a lot of them are for the career. And it's like, how the fuck is Gene Wilder not on this list if it's just a yeah. make you laugh kind yeah. of? Because well, what all the Gene Wilders, the serious roles out there that Gene Wilder did. Well, how is like, Lucille Ball not on the list? Yeah. yeah. You know, Lucy's fucking a pioneer, yeah. and you know, and uh, opened so many doors for so many other people fuck, because yeah, of the, the 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 gender barrier. Well, no, the Lucy too. Desi Production Company put out yeah. so many fucking comedians. Very true. That, like very true. And Dizzy Gillespie, 
Or not Dizzy Gillespie. He's a trumpet player. Desi. I'm not familiar with that stand. I mean, so many of them, dude. Like, from like way back in the day. Like, old vaudeville fucking comedians and shit like that. Or the variety shows from the 70s, 60s and 70s and shit that those comedians were putting together. Yeah. But apparently none of those are in the fucking conversation. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Johnny Carson. Yeah. Who, I mean, late night. Every comedian that was there for the era of The Tonight Show. Yeah. Or like, that was the gateway. Yeah. If you got booked on The Tonight Show, your career was... You are made. That was... That that was the... And if Johnny invited you to the chair... Oh. If Johnny went... You're gonna be a star. Come here. That that was it. That your career was made. Like, that was fucking... It was over. That was like Mitzi at the comedy store giving you the nod. Yeah. You know, like, your career's fucking made. And Johnny was next level. Like, if you came out and did a bit on Johnny, you got like three minutes, and then if Johnny went... Yeah, because you did. You had no idea if it was coming or not. Johnny had to see how you did. Yeah, and then Johnny gave you the wave, and it was over. Yeah, and Johnny's brilliant. Yeah, it, like, like as far as making careers, Mel Brooks, Johnny Carson, fucking Lucille. Like, I mean, there there are people who genuinely gave a fuck about fostering these careers too, and seeing people succeed. You know, we're hard on them. Fuck, Johnny Carson was hard as fuck on people. You know what I mean? Well, but that's why if Johnny gave you the wave, it was a it was a big deal. That that was you're a player now. Yeah, like or, now. Or, or Mitzi at the fucking comedy store. She was hard as fuck on comedians on the on the West Coast. On the East Coast, she got the comedy seller. You know you who know? else wasn't like, on that list and is funny as fuck and now like kind of took the step back and is doing his own thing is Gabriel Iglesias. Fluffy, <laughs> yeah, that was actually the first stand up I ever saw. Was really? was yeah. Fluffy's stand up? So I question. saw him play. Uh, the comedy shop at River Center Mall. Yeah. And he was literally after the bit came out and was selling his CD. And it was, so this was late 90s, early 2000s. And it was those CDs that, that they printed on that had like the flame jobs and all that shit. Yep. <laughs> and he was selling his CDs for five bucks and he would sign them and shit like that when he was still fucking grinding. Fuck, he don't was, you wish you'd have got one of those? I did. Oh, I don't know where the fuck it is now. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's in a sleeve somewhere in a book of CDs, big leather fucking. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but he fucking crushed. It was fucking hilarious. He was yeah. brilliant. He's a murderer, man. And then he got all the and then and that's a dude that's like made his money. You know, he's got a giant VW bus museum now in LA. Yeah. Nice. He's got and, like a hundred and something VW buses and, and Beatles and Volkswagen yeah. Beatles. He's got like a Volkswagen, but he's just like, yeah. But how does he fit? Didn't well, he I can lose see a the bunch bus, of weight? The Beatle, the Beatle, though. Didn't he lose a bunch of weight? No. He's still fluffy. He's yeah. still pretty fluffy. He's still pretty. He did lose a bunch of weight, but, he, but uh, he's still a little. That was another one, up. man, that brought that whole, like. So I think he handled it better than, like, George Lopez with racial comedy. Yeah. Yeah, Lopez like, just leaned in on being Mexican. That's all. Yeah, that's just the whole, like, laugh, yeah. I'm Mexican. Yeah, it was him and Vincia. They, they never made yeah. me laugh. But then, like, but. Man, like, Iglesias, though, was like, yeah, it was in the bit, but it wasn't the bit. It, yeah, like yeah. it was, it was just about it. So, but uh, I think he's fucking brilliant, and that's somebody that handled his comedy career super well, and then, yeah, was like, all right, yeah, no, he's I'm done. Fucking awesome. So, and a bowling shirt, a aficionado. Yeah. Oh well, shit. <laughs> you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna talk about guys that have made their bones and then stepped back. You got to bring Rick Rick Moranis into it as well. Oh, that's an amazing fucking point. You know, because that dude I mean, was Moranis fucking... Moranis was on top of the fucking world as far as comedy movies, and then his wife died, and he's like, 
Cool. Time to be I'm a dad. Done. He's I'm, like, yeah, I'm going to take care dad. of the kids. Yeah. And, uh, and just but yeah, but that was yeah. all of that. All yeah. the stuff and, at a, before the movies. Good fucking dude. Yeah. yeah. But even before dude. the movies, the stuff he was doing out of Canada and all yeah. that shit. Yeah. Got another Canuck that's just damn funny. Fucking Strange Brew was one of my oh favorite my movies God. growing so up. So good. When he drew it, I can't believe he drank it all. And he's like, I really got a PA. That is fucking one of the funniest fucking things I've or ever seen. Man. You ever seen you, you've never seen Strange Brew, have you? Fucking, I don't know where to find it. It's also all over find YouTube. It. Go find <laughs> yeah. any of his stuff. The sketch comedies out of Canada and stuff that he did. Oh, oh my God. It's so fucking funny. Like, Strange Brew. It came on 83. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Strange. So did I. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my favorite movies when I was a little kid, man. I fucking love that movie. It's so great. The so dog that fucking like fucking good. the dog that like fucking flies. And to be honest with you, man, like <laughs> so good. Look, there's a lot of weird shit going on in the world. And if you actually want to keep your finger on the pulse of it and maybe get a view on it that's not the world is fucking ending, yeah. get more into comedy. Yeah. Find good comedians that know how to look at this. And they're still gonna give you the information, but they're gonna make it look, you know They're gonna give you a bright side. And they're gonna give you a bright side and a way to kind of handle it and process it out. And I think those that are big fans of stand up. Mikey, myself, like I, I think a Dave's lot of, into the classics, clearly. Yeah, <laughs> like, but I think no, a lot the of head it is trauma. That's the only stuff I remember. If you can get into that stuff, <laughs> it it will change your viewpoint. Where the yes, weird shit is happening, but weird shit has always happened. Like bad shit's always yeah. out there. It just depends on your viewpoint, and these comedians it can help open up another viewpoint. That and it's the purest form of taking a step fucking back. And looking at different perspectives. And that's what makes comedy so fucking powerful. Is you can just go, this is it. Yep. You know, and you can just, and, and you and, and you can use it as an outlet. And at the same time, you can use it as a teaching moment. Comedians like, remind so me. so fucking strong. Comedians remind me that the world is, is going to keep on spinning. And tomorrow the sun's going to still fucking rise. <laughs> Mel Brooks's job in History of the World Part 1, stand-up philosopher. It's true. Yeah. It's true. You know, did you bullshit yesterday? Did you bullshit last week? <laughs> I tell you what, when you die in the big room, you really die in the big room. It, like it's <laughs> Fucking great. God damn it. I think there's also a, a certain thing to be said about being able to laugh at anything. Even shitty things, if you can look at it and be like, ah, there's a joke in here somewhere. To include yourself. Absolutely. To include yourself, man. Dude, some yeah. of the best comedians out there just shit all over themselves. Yeah. Like, it's Yeah. It's a. It well, reminds it, you that the world will keep on spinning, the sun will rise, and whatever you fucking think is a big fucking deal, it's not that big a fucking deal. Like, figure out how to laugh at yourself. I think that's the greatest thing about self-deprecating humor is you get to beat everybody to the punch. Yeah, yeah. So, love you it. You know what? Are you, what? What are you gonna make fun of? Cool. I already got to that. Well, that's, <laughs> yeah. And comedy worms its way into anything. Yeah. We've made that joke several times around here, right? Like, how do I know who my really good friends are? The ones that will absolutely shit on me for who I am. Yeah. Like, that's oh, yeah. how I know it's my friend. Well, that's like, how do I know that John and Mikey and Dave are my friends? 
the amount of shit I have gotten from you guys on, <laughs> <laughs> on fucking either the way I dress or my hobbies or whatever the fuck. Like, or, the, or the fact that you spent six months shitting on F-150 drivers only to pull in with an F-150. I said super duty drivers. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, but it was F-250. But he did get excited when he thought he was going to get a super duty. <laughs> <laughs> For the tax benefits. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I, I get excited to pay a hooker to leave. What is <laughs> <laughs> well, what is, what's that Batman quote? You either live long enough to become your hero or see yourself become the villain. Yep. Like it's one of the fucking two, right? Yep. You either die a hero or you live long enough to see either way, become a villain. I still don't own a Dodge. Thank God for fucking that, dude. I apologize. We were I apologize. we were dri- for a short period we were, of time. You were a Dodge oh driver. God. We were driving to Austin. Saturday. That was a, that was a lease. And I was gonna say the only saving grace was it was a lease. We. We were driving to fucking Austin, and this guy, I don't know what the fuck we, I don't even remember what it was that we, that he did, but like, as we're going, as we're going, this guy goes past us, and John just goes, fucking Dodge drivers. (laughs) He was, he he had a, it was a Dodge. Oh, yes, it was the, it was the 1500 flatbed with the towing mirrors all the way out. No, it was a dually, but he was pulling a car trailer. With a, with, with a, a small car, excavator. With a small, no, yeah, with a small excavator on it. Yeah. But I think he had his like hazards on. Like a ditch witch style yeah. excavator? Oh, okay. And he had his hazards on, and he was doing like 40. Oh, on freeway? 35. Yeah. Oh, fuck him. And he, it was just like, you fucking Dodge oh. drivers. Now, he, one thing, no, he, <laughs> went, he went to merge without paying attention to see that there was actually Oh, yeah, and he was smoked some other him. car. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. One thing I will give John is that I think I knew him for 18 months or so where he had the Dodge. The 18 months that he had the Dodge. All he did was talk shit about oh, it. All he did was shit on that fucking. Or, fuck this piece of shit. Like, or oh, the Dodge wasn't there thing. because it was yet again in the fucking yeah, in, in the yeah. dealership getting he worked on. The first time I rode with with John anywhere was in the Dodge. And I remember I was like, I was like, oh, this is cool because they had like the huge fucking screen. It's the only cool thing about that. I was thing. like, oh, this is cool. He goes, fuck this thing. And then I proceeded to drive it like it wasn't mine. <laughs> he was like, the problem with Dodges is that they look awesome parked. Mm. They're beautifully designed. Like yeah. the trucks look great. Yeah. But well, they're unique. They look different than everything. And else. by the way, I am not limiting this to Dodge Rams. If it says Dodge. If I'm a, just going to assume things. About if it's a Mopar product, I'm just going to assume things about you. Big Jim, I love you to death, buddy. You, you drive could a call Charger. Me at, you could talk me at <laughs> two in the morning, and I'd fucking be there for you. But I know the kind of person you are. But you still drive a Charger. <laughs> like you have a Charger and a Humvee. That's everything a there is about you. Our Challenger, Challenger and a yep. Humvee. Challenger and Humvee. Yeah. I know everything I need to know about you. Yep. I've just accepted what you are. Yeah, we accept you for who you are, buddy. I. L- yeah. And that's and that's how you know that Big Jim is a real friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I, but I feel like there's there's a timeline. Which is also why I like his wife more because she drives a Ford. There's a timeline with Dodge though, <laughs> because like I, I, when I got out of the military, I had a '99 Dodge Ram 1500. Yeah, and I mean, other than four transmissions because they sucked then. Um, yeah. that was, was that fucking, was standard. Yeah, because your transmission did that. so well on the new one. No, I, did, I never said they got better. <laughs> <laughs> I said that's when they sucked. <laughs> My buddy Mike in high school had a 98 Dodge Dakota. We mobbed the fuck out of that thing. That yeah, thing was fun. I drove the absolute dog shit out of that truck. Yeah. yeah. Right? And like it held up to everything now, that I fucking... you roll up in an original Challenger or yeah, an did, original Charger. Story. Yeah, Dude, I'll take yeah. my panties off. Uh, 
I'll spit on it for you. Like, I'm I'm fucking good. Like, I'll fucking take my panties off. Yep. Fucking I. (laughs) Those will drop mine. Yeah, that was, to me, that was one of the biggest mistakes Dodge ever made, was taking a two-door muscle car and turning it into a... I said that when they made it. And I was in high school when it came out. Oh, yeah. So you took a two-door muscle car and made it into a sedan. I was excited. Yeah. Well, the... but. But I was excited because I was like, ooh, I can get a muscle car and have cheap insurance. But you were probably excited for the same reason I was, because when the concept car came out, the rear door was hidden. It looked fucking dope. It still looked like a two-door, and then it had that, like, window handle thing. Yeah. So it still looked it looked like the new Challenger. It was because it was a three-door, right? No, it was a four-door. Yeah. But it looked like the Challenger, but the rear door didn't have handles and shit on it. It was, like, up in the sail panel. So it opened up. That was the concept. And then he came out and it was just a straight up, it was a Chrysler 300 with Dodge Bad. Dodge bad. Yeah. Like, why doesn't somebody come out with like a, a, a four door quote unquote muscle car, but the rear doors are suicide doors from the fucking factory? Like, why? Why because not? Lincoln is still around and doesn't have the sack. They fucking, Lincoln needs to come out and with a new Continental the with suicide they, doors. They, they the, still the make 61 the, Continental. God. Fuck yeah. They're oh, still a Connie. You can still go buy but if a they did, If they did a, a, a blacked out convertible, with yeah. suicide doors. I'm it, telling you right today, now. If I had the opportunity, dude, if, they did, if they did a triple black hardtop, oh no, I, I got, would. I got one better for you. Okay, lay it on me, sweetheart. So, Sui Connie, black on red. Okay. That blood red interior oh. that they made, uh, where when you open it up, stitched. Everything yep. yeah, on the inside was, was blood sexy, red. Sexy dude. Oh my god! Because I'd take it. I would. I'd bag it. I'd drop that bitch to where I wrote I, sparks yep. if there was so much as a, a wave oh, yeah. in the fucking highway. But, oh, fuck. Just make it all, 17, all 17 feet of that motherfucker with the, the oh. 17, fuck. Yeah. He's thought about, about wide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll work. Fuck, I love that car. I, yeah. I, yeah, I, I would, I'd, I'd donate testicles to people for fucking, to be able to get my hands on that car. Jazz's butthole salivating. So. Oh, fuck. Fuck. I'm going to raise my glass, boys. We're at an hour and 48 fucking minutes on this one. You're fucking Jesus. welcome. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> if you didn't think this is funny, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> Goddamn right. Eat shit. It's a great show. Uh, like, share, and subscribe. Smash all those fucking buttons and tell your friends. Tell your fucking mom's friends. Yeah. And your mom. Yeah. Don't forget her. Yeah. Tell her I said thanks. That there's this mediocre show out there that we all fucking... Uh, Show up for every fucking week. I was going to say like, but I feel like I was stretching. I don't know if we like it, but we're here. (laughs) We're We're still doing it. Shit. Uh, And that uh, we have some uh, words of wisdom, some life advice Confucius might even say. Not hard to live by. Pretty easy. That uh, you can... Davey? Oh, that's always smoke on. Johnny? Drink on. And God damn it, boys. Freedom Freedom to fuck fuck on. on. Later. See you guys later. I think Confucius also said, um, don't run with scissors and never scissor with the runs. He also said, men who stand on toilet high on pot. Yeah. Woman who falls out of plane upside down falls dirty crack up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Well, Got a bunch of comics over here. <laughs> Man who go to sleep dreaming of chocolate pudding and wake up with spoon and ass. <laughs> <laughs>